Hey, welcome into the Coach Bo Knows Podcast here on the Studio Soapbox Network. I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. We're recorded live at the O'Connor Advisory Group Studios. Check out all things O'Connor Advisory Group at oagks.com. You can interact with the show on Twitter or handle us at Coach Bono's Show. You can check out the Facebook page. Just search for Coach Bono's Show. We always share stuff there. Check us out. Uh, you can email us anytime at Coach Bono's Show at gmail.com. This is episode 95, and I'm joined by a new guest today, my main man, JJ. This is Jerry Jones coming in, and folks, we're doing something different today. This is all wrestling all the time on this episode. Every, I I love it. We, and I, we, I, we're not going to get into, you know, what's happening in sports right now. We're not going to get in the NFL yet. That's coming in a few days. Mm-hmm. Jerry and I are going to talk. We're going to talk a, little, a lot about what's going on in AEW. There's a ton uh-huh. going on. So much. We'll hit some WWE stuff. Then, a couple, of course, a couple of sad passes. So um, let's get into it. Now, we're recording this Thursday night, the night after Dynamite, mm-hmm. between All In and All Out. Yeah. Now, you watched All In, correct? I, I, I watched All In. And okay. uh, yeah, saw the whole thing. Uh, give me first off your your impression of the show. Now, I I will admit that all I watched was a few of the matches and clips later. Yeah, I thought Bo that as a show, it I believe it was by far AEW's best produced uh pay-per-view or, or premier okay. event i think but i think that was the best that they have done it looked big it was it it, it looked big it felt big the, the 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 london crowd really popped from start to finish uh we don't always get that with aew <laughs> uh crowds but the, the crowd really popped um there weren't that many I, you know, I can't point to a match that I just felt was absolutely terrible. Um, I can think of two that I thought were bad. Oh, like, yeah. I, so I'd be curious to know which ones you thought were, were bad. Well, let me finish, let you finish there and yeah. I'll, I'll take the two I didn't like. So yeah. I will, it, so what I will say is that I can't really, I couldn't point to a stinker of a match. I also can't point to a match that I would say, oh, Bo, you, you've got to to find a way to watch this match or that match. That's well put. Yeah, yeah it, it 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 was it was in the wrestling itself was average. The production was fantastic, and the crowd made to me the MVP of All In were the eighty one thousand. Okay, in the crowd. No, I I didn't watch it live, so I again I just kind of watched clips, and I did watch full matches, but I didn't, so I couldn't hear a lot of the crowd. Couldn't hear a lot of the announcing. But what I did yeah. hear, and we'll talk about announcements. <laughs> but um, so it looked, I would 100% agree on the production. This is by far their best looking production. Yeah. And a lot of it is, well, you want to make it look big when you got 80,000 people there. It makes it a little easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they spent good money and they, they, they did the right thing and it, it did, it looked big. It looked, it looked like WrestleMania. Yeah, that, yeah, that, I think that's a, I think that's a perfect comparison. The thing that I w- was feeling in watching this event was that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery took over the production of this show. I would bet everything I have that, that 
Tony Khan was executive producer, he did not produce this show. No, there is absolutely no way that he I, produced this show. I tend to think that has happened not just with eight with with all in. I think you're spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dynamite's the same or Collision's the same way. I think Collision's yeah. run by the, the Warner Brothers people. And I don't yeah. mean and we don't mean the creative. I mean like the how the camera angles look, yes. how they how they blend in the the, the mics people and whatnot. That that's the thing that WWE has always done better than all their competition. hundred percent. I mean, going back to Vince McMahon in the eighties. Yeah. You know, when they yeah. TV shows in, you know, uh, in a little town in Pennsylvania, they knew not to turn the lights too high up on the, on the people The the stars were the thing. And then they, you know, when WrestleMania hits, they mm-hmm. knew what to do there. The production was better. It was one of the big reasons why WWE back in the you know the era of WWE versus the NWA WCW was yeah. the production looked so much better. They oh, always yeah. invested in that. And this was the first time I can remember where it looked like more than just a stage and more than just some banners around the place. Yeah. It looked like yeah. a real production. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that was the felt like the big takeaway and so now it's going to be difficult (laughs) to follow up and you know and we could talk about this because you know right now i should note that we're recording on in chicago yeah so uh dynamite was here last night and it's a week of wrestling we've got collision uh coming up on saturday night and then all out are you going to anything yeah i I I was about to buy my weekend pass for Collision mm-hmm. and All Out, and then news came out, and we can get into that a little yep. bit later. Okay, that, has, that, has that would stop me, me from going too. <laughs> yes. So I went. I've, I've been to I've been to two AEW shows. I went mm-hmm. and saw a Dynamite in Kansas City here again. See where I'm at. Well, I'm in Lawrence, but they had one yeah. in Kansas City. I went to. Again, it didn't. This was early. It was like first year AEW, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was it was fine. It was like going to a better house show of WWE. Yeah, and then I went to the first Forbidden Door. Oh, okay. Uh, my son and I went, and production was was fine. Uh, it, it looked like a like a pay per view, you know. But it that one was so quickly put together, which seems to be mm-hmm. what Tony Khan does. You know, I know there's the myth out there amongst the AEW apologists that he is the long-term booker and that he's booker of the year and all this stuff. And I'm like, uh, now he really doesn't long-term book. You can no. tell by what he puts together in these big these big shows, whether it was Forbidden Door the last two years or this all-in show and now all out. Yeah. Um, so all-in happens. And, and I like how you said... No match was a dog. I disagree on a couple of them, but you got you're gonna have that in any show. Like yeah, the Jack Perry and Hook match was not for me. No. Um, the other one, um, what do they call? It? They call it Stadium Stampede. Yeah. I think that the great Jim Cornette has got the best name for that show. Have you heard it? No. What's he called? He calls it football field fuckery. <laughs> yeah. And so we, we named the first stampede match that, and now they're in, they're in England. So I said, well, you shouldn't say football. You got to say football field fucking. Mm, yeah. um, 
Yeah, like I got no use for that kind of match. Ten guys fighting around the stadium. Where, how do you even? How do you announce it? How do you produce it? Right. Who's the poor bastard? Who's the producer for that match? Going. Okay, get the camera on this guy as they walk through to this concession stand. And this, they're not planning this shit. They're just going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that makes it this disjointed match that if you were there, that couldn't have been fun to watch at all. Well, yeah, that's absolutely a made for TV event. You know, there are a couple of spots that were funny. Um, but yeah. yeah. You know, the, the issue that I have with the booking of of, uh, of All In, what's clear to me is that Tony Khan and team, they're not, they don't have the, the, the courage to tell people no. Yeah. Way too many tag team matches mm-hmm. for an event like this. Yeah. And what it tells me is that you want everybody to feel included. So you're going to have all of these foramen tag and the stadium stampede and all like, sometimes you just need to tell people, you know what, this is a premium live event and we're only going to put our best talent in the ring and tell people, and just tell people, no, there was too much. There was, there was a little too much going on. Well, I think that's a big problem AEW has overall mm-hmm. is I would impress upon you the idea of how many people are actually been fired or let go. And those contracts have actually run out because they've been in AEW. They don't let anybody yeah. go. No. They have way too big a roster. And I was talking to someone on the podcast a few months back. Um, Hayden Fallick was on it. Hayden said, because he loves Tony Khan. He's Tony Khan's apologist. <laughs> and, and Hayden will hear this and he knows it's true <clears throat> and he, Hayden's point was well you get them a three month break and then you get to bring them back but they bring people back and you've forgotten what happened mm-hmm. you know and what Hayden was trying to say about it once was and it's not a it's not a too valid point too, too terrible point it was like well back in the territory days guys would go away and then come back. And I was like, well, yeah, but they went away and worked somewhere. Right. You know, like, you're from, we were talking about this earlier, you're from Kansas City, I'm from, I'm from Louisiana. If Ted DiBiase left Louisiana for three or six months, he might have gone to the Kansas City Territory. Yeah. Or he might have gone to the Georgia Territory. And then he comes back into a mm-hmm. feud. Tony Khan doesn't have a plan. He just has a bunch of toys in his toy box. Yeah. And yeah. that's what he's, it's like the kid who has too many wrestling figures, and he, he's like, "Well, how do I play with all of them?" Yeah, yeah, and then and then he doesn't always play with the right one. So, you know, Chris Statlander, the TBS champion, had a long layoff, had to you know recover from injury. Yeah, finally gets back, huge pop, wins you know uh, wins the TBS title. We don't get her, we don't get her at all in. Yeah. Like we don't get a match with her. Like to me, I'm like. You have champions, they need to be on the they need to be on the bill. They I don't I don't understand how you you know well they have too many champions. That's well, uh that's an issue. That's not just an issue with AEW, that's an issue in New Japan, and it's an issue and part of it is they got all the Ring of Honor champions mm-hmm. in 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 AEW as well. 
And it's like, okay, you got too many damn titles. Like, not everybody can have a belt. Not everybody can be a yeah. champion. Some people are losers. Yeah, yeah, young that's belt. right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I know. We're going to get there. We're going to get yeah. there. Um, now, All Out is coming. And, yeah. and this this was aggressive. This Tony Khan was being aggressive with this. And I, I don't dislike yeah. this idea. Mm-hmm. He has the huge event in London. They sell 80,000 tickets. God bless them. People over there are hungry for a big event. But did yeah. the same thing at the Clash at the Castle for WWE yeah. a yeah. few months ago. They sold uh-huh. 60,000 at that place and, that, and mm-hmm. filled that place up. Yep. So it didn't surprise me they sold 80,000 tickets. Well, it did surprise me they sold, but it was like Woodstock for wrestling fans in the UK. Yeah. yeah. And now they got to come over here. They're in, they're in Chicago this whole week. They had Dynamite Chicago, Collision, like you mentioned, on Saturday. And then they'll have All Out in Chicago. But they didn't give us a whole lot of ideas of what's going to happen on All Out. Give me a reason to go to All Out. There hasn't been any setup, really. Everything is hastily put together. Um, you've got, so we mentioned Chris Statlander. Apparently she's going to defend against Ruby Soho. Um, that storyline has not gone anywhere. You've got Miro and, um, and, and Hobbs. Yeah. who are now feuding, which I'm like, okay, that got some huge pop. And then you just kind of, you've done nothing with it for two weeks. Yeah. And then you've got the whole thing with Darby and, um, Luchasaurus slash Christian Cage, that whole, that whole thing. I, you know, it, it, you don't, but you're, they don't have, they don't have any of the world champ titles being defended nope. at all out right now. Nope. Nope. They're nope. winging it. And you can't, you cannot follow up the biggest event in your company's history and produce a dog of a show. I didn't. I, in full disclosure, everybody, I have not watched all of AEW Dynamite. Don't waste your time from Wednesday night. I but watched two thirds of it, and then I just couldn't. I, 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 I couldn't do it. Bo, I couldn't do yeah. it, and I'm not. I'm just not going to. I'm not going. It was. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Yeah. I. So I, I got the card here. I got. I'm on the AEW website over here on the other yeah. screen. So here's the here is AEW All Out is their biggest pay per view of the year. Yes. Yes. Is it, is it this one or is it the one in Vegas they have? Is it the that oh, or the, 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 the double or nothing? Double or nothing. I feel like all out is the that's the I feel like that's the big one. Now last year's all out was the MJF CM Punk match, mm-hmm. which CM Punk became champion, and we know what happened afterwards, the fight and everything else. Yeah. But it was the actual culmination of really the best program that AEW has mm-hmm. ever done. Yeah. They had a big deal going into that. They put that together for a while. It was really well done. I don't even know what the main event is. I'm looking at the nine matches they have here. Um, Okay, we have the TNT Championship, Luchasaurus versus Darby Allin. Yeah. You mentioned Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I love both those guys. Yeah. Chris Statlander against Ruby Soho. That should be a good match. Mm-hmm. We got Kenny Omega against. Okay, I got to get it right this time. Yeah, let's see it. Let's see it. 
Takeshita. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Yes. I call him Takeshita. Uh, it's just not calling, but Takeshita. Yeah. And this is not bad. And they actually set this up. You knew they were going to go this way with the result of the match and all in. Mm-hmm. It, it was the one congruent piece. Yeah. Um, and that should be good. I like that Takeshita kid. I, yeah. I don't know much about him. I don't know how big he was in Japan before he got here. I didn't know of him, so he was not one of the top guys. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but there was a match last night, the International Championship, Orange Cassidy won. If yeah. you didn't watch the match, you didn't miss anything. I don't like him. He can yeah. I want him to jump off for a really high building. Yeah. The Willis Tower. Yeah. <laughs> um well, he's there in Chicago. Just take him up to yeah, the top. Yeah. Like, you know that thing that leans when you're in the Willis Tower? Yeah, yeah. You've been up there? Yeah. yeah. That thing he leans you forward? If we could find a way for the glass to break. Oh, wow. Oh. How do you really feel about Orange Cassidy? I really don't like Orange Cassidy. Yeah. So, And he's going against the guy that like offended by John Moxley now. What is it about Mox that, that offends you? Okay. So when the Shield was together. Uh, I thought he was the breakout guy. Like, I looked at him, and what I saw was Terry Funk. Mm. I saw, like, and I mean, like, 80s Terry Funk. I was like, this guy's got that. He's shit nuts. Mm. He had this, like, Terry Funk and a little bit of Roddy Piper to it. Yeah. And I was like, that's the guy. That's Mm. the bad. That's the villain. You know, Seth Rollins is always the better guy in the ring. Mm-hmm. Always has been. He's incredible in the ring. Yeah. He's about as vanilla as ice cream. Like yeah. the worst ice cream. And then Roman looked like just the big muscle. Now, Roman is the Man, best he's attraction in all of wrestling. Yeah. So I couldn't have been more wrong. But then I go watch John Moxley. He comes to AEW. It was a huge deal. I love that he was getting there with Omega. But since then... He wants to wrestle like it's the Nick Gage game changer wrestling shit with putting, you know, uh, not spikes, little, but what are those? Yeah, those little, yeah, little sticks in your head. And sticks yeah. in, they did it again. He did it in Japan. People see the pictures here in America. So he's like, well, and he does it at all in. I just want to be used. The guy has so much talent. Like he tells a story, he's good on the microphone. Why are you doing this backyard bullshit? Yeah, the program they're running with him right now doesn't make sense. And also, just talking about the Orange Cassidy, John Moxley match. Where, where in the world? Who, who? What other promotion does it where the champion wrestles a guy, yes. and then the winner fights the contender? I'm like, no, no, that's you know. Tony, that's not how it yeah, works, man. Because normally, the champion would then come out at the end of the show yes. on the stage with the belt going, you got to come after me, big boy. Yeah, right. But you can't do that with Orange Cassidy. Now, he finally talked. Yeah. yeah. He finally talked. He spoke. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, his promo, I watched it. It was bad. Mm-hmm. And, and Mox is not any better right now with uh, I'm a badass, you know. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, but John Mox is the bigger star, mm-hmm. so that's why they couldn't do it the other way. They couldn't have it like if they were going to do it right last night. 
Moxley faces Penta, wins the match, and Orange Cassidy comes down and puts the belt in his face. And but then the problem is Moxley would have to start bleeding. He would have to he would have to have a fight. And they that's what they didn't want. They didn't want Moxley fighting the person because he's the bigger name and the bigger star. And it brings right. him down. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm guessing Tony Khan's thinking. And he yeah. gets put his company mascot on at the end of the show, which I don't know if you saw the ratings, but I saw that and they were bad at the end. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Uh, they that. lost 200,000 of their 900,000 uh, viewers between the uh, end of the first hour and the middle of the second hour. Wow. That's that is Most not 20% of their audience in over the last hour of the show. I mean, that that's a that's a bad sign for a going home, going home show. You know, what you could have done, you could have had the best friends, you could have had com, you know, Blackpool Combat Club, you could have had best friends, they're jawing at each other, and then you just go away. Like what happened? What like happened? yeah. Yeah, we'll see us, you next week. We'll see yeah. you all in. You know, yeah, right, yeah. But they didn't give us the, that booking, that booking was <laughs> terrible. Um, I, I, you know, and honestly, the program that they need to be running, and maybe there's a, I, I would hope that there's a, a longer story to tell between Eddie and John. Because the, the thing with Eddie and John, and I will say this, one of the most compelling figures in AEW is Renee Paquette. I actually think really, I, hear she, I feel like Renee is kind of this glue kind of holding this uh she's kind of like the macgyver duct tape and a piece of gum kind of thing right now <laughs> i i mostly together yeah, well holding mocks together but kind of holding the kind of the in the transitions between the 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 action in the ring and 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 in between because the the show dynamite is just it is not good television, and I at all. It's not good television, uh, and uh, Renee is like the star to me of that show. And I, I and then of course um, you've got uh, Tony Storm, who I, I, I love what she's doing with her, her new character right now. I do too. But I but think they she's the best thing they got in that area. Yeah, but but Tony, I mean, there are some decent wrestlers in the women's division. I think. One of the biggest names might be the worst of of the women wrestlers is, is Dr. Britt Baker. I agree with that too. Yeah. Uh, and and I think it's just because she's a now if she ever hears this, she's gonna come at me, but she's kind of a part-time wrestler. Yeah. You know? I mean, well, I think that they all are now. I think that you know it's different than um, you know, even 20 years ago, you know, the end of the, the attitude era, you know, when you had the WCW and WWE, and they were not just doing pay-per-views and television. They were mm-hmm. also doing house shows, and mm-hmm. and you got they were wrestling more. Mm-hmm. And now these people, they they haven't wrestled as many matches. They only do really work one or two days a week. Some of them are allowed to go do outside bookings, or maybe some of them go to Japan. You know the bigger stars, but the. The younger stars just don't have a lot of experience. No. And that's what we're seeing, I think, with the ladies in AEW, especially. The ones who are good, if if you look, they're the ones who came up through WWE's developmental program. Yep. 
Yep, you're right. Yeah. 100% right. Yeah. I mean, Ruby Soho is never going to be the most popular person, mm-hmm. but she might be the best wrestler. Yeah. There and, is something. Yeah. I do the, like Statlander. Uh, I think Statlander is very good. Dr. Baker, you know, Britt Baker, whatever you want to call her. Mm-hmm. Um, again, she just hasn't done that many matches. She doesn't get the psychology of it. She can do right. some moves, but then if yeah. you do the psychology, you mess up a move. Well, now you've blown both of them. Yeah. Whole thing's done. Well, and yeah, and she the thing is with, with Britt, she's great on the mic, and that's good. You want you want that. But I'm always concerned that she's gonna get somebody hurt. Yeah. That's you know, whenever and I, I actually thought during the pay-per-view, I mean, that match wasn't great. That wasn't one of my favorite matches. Yeah. That 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 four way. That four way with the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, Britt. She she performed better than I had anticipated. Yeah. Um, but I, I yeah I but I do, I do think that Tony Khan does have one of the things he needs to improve on is just the booking of of, of women. In, well, you know, on it sounds and I don't know this for certain, but again, a lot of the rumors out there, and you you cannot believe everything you read. We both know that. Yeah. We'll talk about something big here in a minute, but uh, which has got all sorts of unreported <laughs> shit. So. Um, but a big thing was that, as I understand it, when they first started AEW, that the women's division was Omega. That was him running a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And if you look, you know, he pushed Riho real big, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know that's his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Um, even though I understand that Kenny's not that way. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not judging. Yeah. But I understand he's part of the community somehow, some way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fine. Just, you yeah. don't even have to tell me. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, but at the same time, he was pushing what he knew, which was the Japanese girls and that kind of high impact, you know, what they learned over there. Mm-hmm. It was do a hundred moves, do 20 moves in 10 in, in in 10 seconds. Yeah. You know, and it looks nice, it looks like Circuit de Soleil. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not telling me a story. Right. You know, the realest thing AEW's had in women was Jade was Jade Cargill. Yeah. Yeah. And they built her the right way. Yeah. And now they've got more talented women wrestling wise. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I think that Statlander's better. Um uh who did you mention earlier? The one at the new gimmick. Where uh, Tony, Tony Tony Storm. Storm. Yeah. Love Tony Storm. I think she's yeah. great. I love the new gimmick. Yeah. Um, I'm disappointed they didn't go a different way with Storm, Soraya, and who was the third one? Uh, 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 Sheeta. You know what I said they should have been? Hogan, Hall, and Nash. Mm. That should have been the NWL. It should have been the Outcast with the with the. Oh, you're talking about with Ruby. Oh, so Ruby would have been Ruby, the third. Ruby, Ruby yeah. was the third. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. had, you had the spray paint. They, I was like, oh, I see where they're going. Tony's going to take that idea and put it on women. This is going to be awesome. And they should have beat up everybody. That's what they I thought they were going to do. Every woman, every week. Yes. That's what and I thought they were going to do when they broke out the spray paint. And, and it's like, oh, like I felt like, okay, this is an homage. But I'm like, why didn't they do that? And then they, you know, part of the booking, the leading up to, to All In, uh, they didn't, you know, with, with Tony's new gimmick, they should have been playing up 
kind of the whole interaction with Soraya kind of saying, hey, like, you know, I really need this one. Like, there was so much. They didn't really include Soraya in any of the buildup, no. really. No, and, I think and, they were still nervous about putting her out there, too. I think that's part. Yeah. yeah. They, that's, that's Hogan Hall Nash. That's the original. And you got the chance to not screw it up like WCW did. And then at the same time, you know you've got a relationship with someone who's not quite ready, but will be there mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. And we saw it all in. Yes, it's yes. like that's your sting in the rafters. Yeah. And I'm yes. talking about Mercedes, Mercedes Monet. Yes. Oh my God. This was built because then you have whichever between Storm and Soraya become the Hogan. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's Storm, but it could yeah. have been Soraya. And now you can still fight, but if you did it that way, now you've built to this super, super. This is the time to. This is how you kill it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. You shouldn't start an angle, and not know where you're going to go with it. Now the crowd's right. going to tell you some different things, and you may change it. But if you played that way and gone all year round, you go to double or nothing, and your co-main event. Is Storm or Soraya, whichever game, whichever one is going to be the better one, is the champ. Yeah. And the other girls have helped her win it. And they're some kind of women's tag team champions, or they're, mm-hmm. you know, beating everybody in their own right. And now Mercedes Monet is there. And now yeah. it's her time. It's all in, you know, whatever, all in or double or nothing. One of those two, now it's her time. She's going to end this and rid. AEW of the outcast. Yeah. That would have been that that if I can write this, why can't Tony Khan figure this out? Well, and because no one will tell him no. No one will tell him no. And and I know that AEW's made the big deal, like, oh, you get to write your own stories and this, that, and the other, but like, but these are wrestlers, they're not, they're not a lot of these people aren't good storytellers. They might be great in a ring. You need a professional. A group of professionals who can write, because to me, you're right, they should have been the NWO. And now you've kind of blown up. You've blown it up before you had a chance to even do anything with it. You would eventually have sold outcast spray paint t shirt to dudes if you'd have done this right. Because you have three women that are all attractive in their own way, they're all unique. Mm. You could have played this as we're the best, we're the sexiest, whatever it is. You'd have had dudes walking around in outcast shirts, yeah, spray painted in green. Uh, yeah, they don't. Damn it, this is a business. Yeah, I, I will say this: if I, the one thing I saw last night, if I, I'm gonna go after this podcast. I'm gonna go to the a- AEW store. If I don't see a tits, a Tony Storm tits up t-shirt on AEW.com, yes. I am going to slap the crap out of Tony Khan the next time I see him. He, yeah. Uh, unbelievable. That was an incredible line. When I heard she said that, I was like, <laughs> I think that's fucking great. Yeah. I mean, now I know that they were scrambling when Jamie Hayter got hurt. I'm sure they probably, well, I, I don't, I'm assuming they had some sort of program they would have run with her. But yeah, I, I, I'm afraid they're going to screw up the Mercedes Monet thing. Oh, definitely. Well, now who do, can you bring her in against? Right. I is mean, Soraya? I mean, does, is, is anyone clamoring for that right no. now? I, I, and with no. now Soraya's got business with Tony Storm. Honestly, they're going to have to take the belt off of Soraya pretty quickly. 
Yeah, they're gonna have to give him like Tony Storm. Yeah, yeah. And then try to figure out a way to get Mercedes Monet against Tony Storm. Yeah, that that's the only only only, yeah, that's the only match I would want to see for that title. You and I were talking before we recorded, and you mentioned this, and I've said it, but I you are hundred percent on board with this, I think. It was this idea of what Tony Khan doesn't realize he's running a business. Yeah. You know, he he's got daddy's money. Daddy gave him a hundred million dollars to run this. Yeah. He treats it like a toy box. And I yeah. get that it's a different animal than 20 years ago when the attitude era was around. Mm-hmm. You know, it was about pay-per-view buys and house shows and selling tickets. Well, now the money is coming from the TV rights, and they got a ton of it. From Warner Brothers yeah. Discovery. They got a great partner right. in there, and they're right. really lucky. But then they put out this kind of product. You mentioned yeah. you're not going to go to All Out. No. Unless I mean, you change your mind. I mean, unless something drastic happens. I mean, I, I won't see some go to one of their shows right now. Yeah. I, I, you can't have, how do you have a pay per view where none of the world championships are on the line? Well, yeah. I'm sorry, the, the the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. Yeah, so I let's finish up. The four, you're right, because there's four other yeah. matches. We've got the, the, the ROH TV Championship. Ah. Because so, everybody's got a fucking title in this fucking group. Yeah. Um, Samoa Joe, all right, tell me who the fuck Shane Taylor is. Who? Exactly. I don't know who he is. He looks like a little bit like he looks like if D- oh he's the guy is he was, got the is he got the mohawk is he uh no he's a he's a bald African American man looks like a real oh uh, oh or Devon Dudley oh I yeah I don't know if I missed something something I missed something where Samoa Joe was fighting this guy because he's been with Punk wow. for the last month yeah 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 why yeah so why is Samoa I mean I know he's the king of television but he's the he's the W world so essentially, it's interesting to me, even though he's the television champion, the way that they book Samoa Joe, he's the world champion. And Claudio is the most invisible world champion I've ever seen. He's never like defending his belt. Yeah. I, I don't know what I, you know, I don't know what story they're running with him. Um, but I'm assuming we're gonna get a Claudio. Eddie Kingston That's next. match at some point. Yeah. Um, so we do have a tag team match with those two. So what we got coming up, the next one is Eddie Kingston and Shibata versus Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. We have the eight-man tag they made last night. Did you see this? Mm, no. The Bullet Club goal. So you got Jay White, Juice Robinson. I love Juice Robinson. I like oh. all these guys in the bullet. In the yeah. The guns. guns yeah. Against. Oh, yeah. I did see this. Oh, my, my guys, God. FTR, and the motherfuckers I love to hate, the young yeah. bucks. They put them together. Have you seen that? They, they did a scene. They clearly did it in London. But it's yeah. backstage in London. You can use the clock in the background. They really. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's bad. And. They didn't explain, like, okay, Jay White's doing the promo about how, hey, we've beaten you guys. Talking about the Young Bucks. He's like, we're better than you guys. And yeah. and you guys, talking about FGR, just beat them. Mm. And 
No, they're trying to not mention that the FTR just beat the Bullet Club. Right. And it's yeah. like Dax and Cash are kind of getting back a little bit so that they can make this challenge to put them all together. And they don't fully make the challenge. And then, of course, Dax Harwood, the best talker in the room, comes yeah. up and says, okay, I think what you're trying to say is you want to face the four of us. We're willing to do that because we know we can win. We've already right. beaten you guys. Yeah. With the FTR and right. the Young Bucks are green. Yeah. This is to try to get any steam back on the Young Bucks. They're, they're trying to, and, and what it proves is that they can't carry they can't carry it by themselves. Mm. Uh, the, the the shine is off. I, 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 you know, the, I, I, I do, I really do feel like whatever happened at the end of all out last year. Yes. It really did divide the AEW camps into two different camps. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And, and the locker room. And it, it, it's clear to me that whatever happened, a lot, of, it seemed like all the leaks were coming from the elite or the elite apologists. Yes. Uh, I feel like I heard almost nothing from the CM Punk camp no. wing of things. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know if, 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 if Tony's, if there's some sort of in their contract, I don't know, like when they re-upped. If there's something in the contract where he can't say anything or um, do anything, I don't know. We do know it's, it's kind of public knowledge that after the fight at All Out, when they brought everybody back, they all four, the Bucks, Omega, and Punk, all had to sign NDAs about mm. the events of All Out. Mm. And so we only know is that it's a certain amount of time. Yeah. So for a certain, um, I would assume a few years, they can't talk about it. Yeah, and, but it, you're right. It's split it up because the the few people who you have the Bucks fans, people yeah. who love the kind of things they love because that's who they are. You know, they love the gymnastics and those. They it's a watered down version of the Hardy Boys. Yeah, and not as good, not as talented version of the Hardy Boys, who right. I think are grossly overrated anyway. Yeah, the, uh, the Bucks are the most overrated tag team I've ever seen. Yeah, we have it's, the same kind of. Yeah, for for them to to act like that they are the greatest tag team of all time, I'm like, so you've never seen the Road Warriors? Yeah, have you ever heard what happened when the Road Warriors walked into an arena? Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, <laughs> the Bucks would never do that if they're if the if the arena was full with their family, they still couldn't do it. Right? Um, yeah, there's this narrative, and we'll, I think we'll get back to this in a minute, but. The Young Bucks had this thing where, like, if you look, and that match with FTR was one of the better Young Bucks matches, but one of the worst FTR matches. Yeah. Like, those yeah. three match, those two teams had those three matches. The mm-hmm. first one wasn't very good. Yeah. The second one was the best Young Bucks match I've ever seen. Mm. Because they slowed down. They weren't yeah. trying. Like Dax and Cash is working on let them jump around and do 800 flips and 24 right. Meltzer drivers and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. And instead they were like, no, you're not going to do this. You're going to wrestle our type of match and watch how good this is going to be. Yeah. The third match looked like a Young Bucks match with yeah. the FTR Andy. And it just wasn't, it didn't quite hit right. Right team won. Yeah. 
the Young Bucks should never have won that match. I'm shocked they did win. I, I thought the Young Bucks were going to win. I right. thought they were going to pull this. You know, they kind of did in the in that interview thing you see that when they put the eight man together. The yeah. Bucks, this was supposed to be our night. We created this and all this and that. But they know. And Tony Khan knows now. He got calm with these guys. They're not that good. And they don't they- try. They they really don't and and you know in their their promos leading up to all in you know I I feel like I feel like there was a lot of truth I believe what they were saying in their promo about I think they believe they're the greatest but they what they were really, but they but what they were saying is that they believe that this was all about them they look at all in yes as being the thing that they created. Yep. And here's, I'm like, guys, Cody brought you along for the ride. Okay. You didn't, I, I am convinced that Cody built AEW because he was just a force of nature. And he, like, so when he, when he in his last promo with AEW, when he said, I am the forbidden door. He what he was saying was, I built this shit. I did this. Yeah. And the moment he walked out of the door, the quality of of the production of not just the 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 show, the dynamite show, but I think overall, it I mean, it was on a steady decline. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. And, you know, the AEW was, you know, took all in and all in was sort of the the business plan, it was like the proof of concept for yes. a business person. For Tony yeah. Khan to, to prove, hey, Dad, if you want to give me my inheritance now, this is what I will do. I will take this group of people and I will make this into a thing using your context. Now, it wasn't just his father's context. It wasn't that he knew somebody where about discovery. It helped that he had the son of Dusty Rhodes. Yes. Standing right next to him, who was as charismatic as his father. Yeah. And he did have Kenny Omega, who there was a lot of buzz around. Mm -hmm. And the Bucks have always been little brother to Kenny Omega over in Japan. And then, and there's the argument that the Bucks showed Cody how to be an independent guy. There's truth to that. Yeah. But the buzz behind the Bullet Club stuff when they were all in the mm-hmm. Bullet Club, mm-hmm. whether that was in Japan or in Ring of Honor or in the in the, the Indies here, yeah. it wasn't a buzz until Cody joined. That's right. Yeah. And Cody was the big deal. Now, it wasn't because he was in WWE. He was, and he was good there. But it yeah. was because it was Cody. That's he right. had skills, and for some reason, they weren't going to use that. Yeah. And yeah. he was he's the son of Dusty. That's he right. was willing to be a little bit of a traveler and be the guy that could go to Japan, who can go to Ring of Honor, who can go to the and to try it all. Yeah. Because he knew he would be welcome back at some point. Mm. Yeah. Whether he had started AEW or not, he was going back there at some point. That was yeah. his fallback. Yeah. They created AEW and Cody was so important to it. They did the right thing about him losing the thing where he could never challenge for the world title. 
Because one of the big things was, well, your dad kept giving himself the championship every so often. Well, yeah. now that's out of it. He can never be the champion. That's yeah. a great idea. And so he could never, that would have built on something that you could have built for four or five years. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. he can, you have a heel champion, he can never be the retribution against that person. Right. Until there comes somebody at some time. Probably would have been MJF right about now, yep. where you could have said, "All right, I know I can't challenge you, but I'm going to call get you're a coward if you don't." And I'll, what I'll do is put up my career against you. I'll yeah. retire if yeah. I you. Yeah, and and they they could have done now they couldn't have done that two years ago, or even a mm. year ago before Cody came back. It, but that's what you could have built to now or a year from now. Or five years from now. Well, and that's... You had that card in your back pocket that one day, the right heel, MJF, it could have been CM Punk. Mm-hmm. It could have been Claudio. It could have been somebody big when you built to that and said, okay, I got this card and, in my back pocket. And honestly, I think Vince saw that. And so basically, they handed that that story, that completing the narrative, completing the story. Yeah. This hand, handed it over to Vince and to yeah. uh, the Triple H. And and now they're going to be able to run that program whenever it's time. Yeah. They can run that program over there. But yeah, it's, but the Young Bucks, I, I, and I feel like the Young Bucks have to have some sort of jealousy that the Bullet Club, Bullet Club Gold, had just had enough time to get a cup of coffee in AEW before they have the best tag team match in the history of the company yeah. with FTR, yeah. who only FTR only does great tag team matches. Yeah. And the Young Bucks are like, dude, you guys aren't even the, you might not even be the third or fourth best tag team. Ozzy, I would rather watch Ozzy open. Well, the Bucks. Over them. When when the FTR came over, the Bucks thought that about FTR. Right. Yeah. And you look at it and you go, wait a minute. This is the team they'll later get over here. And they had that first match with the Bucks. They kind of blew through that whole thing. That was COVID. The COVID times were hard. Yeah. yeah. That. So I kind of give them a pass on that. They didn't build that up well. And they lose. And that was, you know, the FTR did what the Bucks wanted them to do. Yeah. But then you have the FTR, you know, gets around, does a few things. It wasn't looking mm-hmm. good. And then they say, like, okay, Dax and Cash should be Dax and Cash. Yep. And get away from Tully Blanchard. Oh, yeah. That was so good to get at. Got to get rid of that. Pinnacle, yeah. And then look what they've done. The Briscoes matches. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This thing with Jay White and, and Juice Robinson. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to go back and talk about the Young Bucks and say, well, the Young Bucks have had these great matches. I challenge the Young Bucks have never had a match as good as the match from Collision, right. where the uh, FTR and Bullet Club Gold. Mm-hmm. The Bucks have never had a match as good as any of the Briscoe matches with FTR. No, no, not even close. They've never had a match as good as the FTR matches with the Alpha Academy and NXT. Mm, yeah. They've never, the Bucks, ever had a match as good as the FTR matches against DYI, Gargano, and um, 
and um, Ciampa yep. in NXT. I mean, like anybody else gets in the ring with the with the FTR, they have an absolutely incredible match. Yes, why can't yes. the young bucks go? Well, because the young bucks, they feel like they've got to run their, you know, they've got to. It, they feel like they really believe that we're all there to see them, and I, I mean, I don't know what the what the numbers show, but I, I think people are, are I think as AEW is trying to reach a new audience, I think most people look at them and go, well, that's not wrestling that I like. That's not, no, that's not wrestling. They don't look serious. They, right. they look like children. Yeah. You know, they're balding, but they're yeah. children. Well, well, they look like children. And in the, in so in the way that as much as I, I don't like this person, um, but I am so glad that Jack Perry is no longer jungle boy yes. they were going somewhere i kind of liked what they were going with that he he yes. wasn't great but he was getting better yeah and I, then, I i do i do like him as a heel i don't yeah, like that's him what I mean. as a person i, I don't like him as a person and i didn't like the jungle boy thing yeah, yeah. I, um he's taken he is truly almost take i mean he's taken it to maybe he's taken it to too far with the being the heel and yeah, you know, starting stuff with the you know, the star of the company okay. and yeah. So for those who don't know, it's so we've alluded to it three or four times yeah. now. At all out after his match, Jack Perry comes backstage after during his match. I did see the match. Yeah, he gets slammed on a car window, the front windshield of a car. Now there's uh-huh. been a thing where a few weeks ago. Jack Perry wanted to do a spot where he was going to crash through glass and he wanted to use real glass. And he was told by numerous people. I've even heard even Tony Khan said no. Yeah. And they wanted to use a safety glass, like the a sugar yeah. glass thing instead. Yeah. Because again, you can really get severely hurt. Mm-hmm. They were trying to convince Jack Perry to not do it. And Instead of just telling the little guy to shut up and listen to his boss, yeah, he's one of the Young Bucks guys. You know, he's one of their boys from some SoCal yeah. down there, and they he they decide the people backstage, the people in higher up in the AEW, decide to ask CM Punk to tell Jack Perry we don't do that here on Collision, hmm. and made basically laid it out for Punk to be the bad guy, where Punk was yeah. saying, "Hey, we're not doing that." We're worried right. about your safety. We're worried about how it looks. We're just not going to do that here. Mm. Yeah. So then during the match, a slam, something happens on the front of the front windshield of the car, which, of course, the windshield is different glass than the rest of the vehicle. Right. You don't know that it is. Yeah. yeah. It's more <laughs> shatterproof. Uh-huh. It's going to shatter instead of, and all of them do shatter, but less mm-hmm. much so than the front windshield yeah. uh, for safety. So there's a blinding. Um, well, he then looks at the camera and says, knock, knock, real glass with mm-hmm. the glass on the front of the car. Yeah. Well, Punk sees this. Punk's match is the next match. This Perry's coming out. Yeah. Punk's match is starting. Punk asks Jack Perry, do we have a problem? Is the quote that I've heard. Yeah. And I guess they did. And it was either... A shoving match, a punch, um, 
uh, what did I hear? I heard a punch, which I heard is not true now. Then I heard that they shoved each other. Then I heard that Punk put him in some kind of a naked, rear naked choke or some kind of choke yeah. hold to get him to calm down. Mm-hmm. Jack Perry starts a fight with CM Punk. Not yeah, and so for those who who aren't familiar with, so Jack Perry wrestled a match in what they called it was the pre pre like if you watch UFC or if you watch boxing, there's the the kind of the free stuff on ESPN, and then you got to go to the pay per view or whatever. The preliminaries, yep, yeah, the preliminary match. Jack Perry was in a preliminary match. CM Punk was headlining the pay-per-view in which there were 81,000 people waiting for him to come out. He was opening the show. He was opening the show. Yeah. Yeah. And so Jack Perry, so the idea that Jack Perry wouldn't just say, you know what? I was just in the moment. I thought, I thought it was kind of cool. I don't have a problem. I just thought, you know, it'd be good for, you know, KFIT, whatever. Let it go. Like, no, you know, you're right. I don't have a problem. Go 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 break a leg, man. Go do do your thing. Yeah. But he didn't do that. No. Instead, I just assumed he started he started some shit with CM Punk right before it's the it's not just C it, it's the biggest match that CM Punk's had in AEW. Yeah. This match, because of the gravity of the moment, Bo is was the biggest match in the history of the company. Yeah. And this punk, well, not not talking about CM Punk, talking about Jack Perry. Jack Perry. Is is starting trash with the guy who's carrying the water for the organization. And so it it, it sounded like the it, it sounded like the match with Samoa Joe was kind of in jeopardy as a result of uh this altercation. Um, yeah. I um it's not like they're they're both suspended now. Now Tony Khan had a quote to, uh, as we recorded this Thursday night. Yeah. Tony Khan yeah. had his press conference today. I'm gonna read you this quote. I'm gonna tell me okay, so Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics asked Tony Khan a question involving uh basically in um noting that the status of CM Punk may give may give fans some pause when opting to order or not order the event. You just talked about you're not going. You're not going because CM Punk's not arrested, correct? Yeah, yeah, I said that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not ordering it if CM Punk's not on it. Yeah. Now, I did not order all in, but I would have watched, maybe watched all out if CM Punk were on. Mm-hmm. I already felt lied to and I went to Forbidden Door two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect that to be Punk versus Okada. Yeah. Um, this is the quote. This is about whether there'll be some kind of an option where we know something about Punk. Quote from Tony Khan. That is my goal and what it is and is what I promise, I hope, that we have a resolution. I don't expect a full resolution, but I at least expect some more information by then. to my Sunday. I'm going to keep working on it. It's a challenging situation, to say the least. I'm going to read that back to make sure I was exactly clear because I did not mess wow. this up. Wow. That, that is my goal, and that is what I promise. I hope that we have a full resolution. 
I don't expect a full resolution. Let me say that again. He promises us he's going to have a resolution. And two words later, he hopes he has yeah. a resolution, but he doesn't expect one. And I expect at least to have some information by then. Now, wait a minute. Five seconds ago, you said, I promise. Right. Yeah. I promise, I hope. You know who it sounds like? What's that? Donald Trump. Ooh. If you think about it this way, if you heard this word, I promise. I hope. <laughs> I, we have a resolution. I don't expect a full resolution. <laughs> I at least expect some more information by then. I'm going to keep working on it. <laughs> Tony Collins. That is so, first of all, that's such a great Donald Trump. Thank you. Uh, impersonation. But imagine uh, you have to do the pauses. The, the Trump is not just the voice, yeah. it's the pauses. Yeah. And Tony Khan gives you the pauses and how he says it. It's incredible. We might have to start a Twitter that is yeah. us somehow doing Donald Trump with Tony Khan quotes. Oh. That they'll sound great. Oh, Donald Trump. Of this. Yeah. So Donald yeah, you, Trump reading Tony Khan quotes. If you took the if you took the all-in scrum or even this, you know, this interview, and you just you just read it as Donald Trump. That would be that'd be amazing. Is Tony Khan? He's the boss, right? Isn't he Tony the Khan. boss? Tony Khan's in charge. He's the boss. He he. This is his this is his his toy set. So it's either so then if he doesn't expect the resident, so it tells me that maybe Warner Brothers legal did they suspend him? I don't think so. I think Tony Khan suspended both people. This is my yeah. my speculation one hundred percent. I think the Bucks are trying to get him trying to get him fired. I'm a punk. I think punk doesn't want to be there. I guess another part of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that Tony Khan is trying to figure out how to fire CM Punk or how to buy him out. But what he's worried about is he got that show on Saturday night because of CM Punk. That's right. They can get out of their contract. And they're splitting the bill. You mentioned this earlier. They're clearly fitting the bill on production. We are in there putting the bill for production of the two shows. Right. They did all in. They did that production. I'll guarantee you're right. I 100% think you're right. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose all that production if he can't yeah. make good on having CM Punk on Saturday nights. Yeah, I will tell you this right now. That's what he's worried about. Bo, if they fire CM Punk, I am done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. A, I'm done. I will watch. Yeah. CM Punk be no reason for me to watch. He's the reason why i mean i came back a little bit before he came back but once he was back i was i was locked in i was locked in and to me tony khan the the easy thing would be like you know what they are suspended for it's a it's a it's a five game it's a five day suspension with you know i'll have the latitude to decide if i want to extend that suspension or you know, call it good. There's some things I'm going to need to see from both CM Punk and Jack Perry. And all the while, I'm like basically putting the putting it out there that my main event is going to be CM Punk versus Jack Perry at All Out. Like if if you're if you're running a wrestling business, yeah, I would have gone into that press conference today. I don't know if I would have told him. 
I, I with Punk, I would have made the deal. I would have said, okay, look, yeah, I, we should have handled that better. Yeah. You're not wrong what you did. I appreciate you're trying to protect everybody here. Mm-hmm. And we'll just call it good. Jack Perry, we're going to bring him in. We'll tell him, look, you were really immature by what you did, not by the fighting with CM Punk. You were immature by what you did breaking the fourth wall out there, talking to the camera. Yeah, that's There's right. a reason they don't do that, and it's because Matt Jackson did it mm-hmm. on a dynamite once. And yeah. that's where that's why that this kid that Jack Perry thinks that he can get away with it because his buddy did. Mm-hmm. And what I would have told them is you will be the main event. Punk will be going over. Punk's gonna produce the match. I want the best match in the card. Jack Perry, if you want to keep this job long term, you better go out there and show me you can wrestle. You better yeah. show me you can be a heel right now. Mm-hmm. And I would have announced today. If you announced it today on Thursday, if you Tony Khan had come out at one o'clock and said, Hey, yeah, some shit happened behind the scenes, but you know what? That's going to be our main event Sunday night. The last yeah. match to go on will be CM Punk in his hometown in a cage match with mm. Jack Perry. Yeah, you can't have a Chicago, you can't have a week's worth of wrestling <laughs> in Chicago without CM Punk. Without CM Punk. No, no. It's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. <laughs> I need I need Tony Khan to step up. He needs to grow a pair. And if you're going to fire... I, what, I don't know. I mean, they just re-upped with the Young Bucks. I got a quick, and they did, and they shouldn't have. He should have have held the line, but he's not held the line on anybody so far. The only person he got rid of was Joey Janela. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's got rid of. I mean, it was the only, and now his contract went up, you know, he let Jay Cargo go go back, but she'll come back at some point if she wants to. She's already rich. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I've been wondering like what I, you know, what her status is. Like, if if they're just at a, I think she's, and, I th- is she at home having a family now? She's got a family. I don't know. Yeah, okay. so, so I know uh, she's married to Brandon Phillips, but the yeah. baseball player. Yeah. yeah, and then he did very well in his career. So yeah, he he really did. He he, he did really well. Uh, he did he did well <laughs> off the field too. It looks <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Indeed. She was a college basketball player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, she. I'm, you talk they, about they're going to have you know, athletes' children. She vastly improved. And I know she's working with Danielson. I think working with Regal and yeah, yeah, and her uh, development. Like she's really improved. Yeah, as a wrestler, and and I guess that's the kind of thing. Like I want to see the the veterans like Britt Baker, who's you, you know was the face of the women's division. I don't know if she is now. I want to see that same kind of work ethic, and I want to see I want to see the young bucks working hard. I mean, I give I give Adam Cole credit. Adam Cole has been putting in the work. Yeah, like, he, he seems like been, he's locked in right now. Yeah, yeah. I so I think the first thing that they could have done backstage on the women's thing to make it better, tell Omega he can't be in charge. Go hire Fit Finley. Yeah, go hire yeah. Fit Finley. Just say well, how much money you want. Straighten this shit out for me. Yeah, what he did in WWE was fantastic. I mean, it, yeah, he was the guy that created a whole generation of great stars. Um, yeah. but get him in there. Tony Khan has the money. Yeah, but then you look at it on the the whole Jack Perry thing. Now it's like, 
what are you gonna do with him? I mean, he's I don't know what's gonna happen to Punk yet. They're gonna find a way to scapegoat, is what I think. Yeah. And I think with Jack Perry, I think he's gonna be the one who doesn't suffer any consequences here. And I I you ever listen to Busted Open on it on that's on uh yeah. on uh, no, serious? Yeah. Uh, you know Bully Ray. Yeah. Bully Ray is really good on that show, I think. I think he's the best one on that mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. personally. Um, he had a couple of quotes. I'm reading these to you. This is on Busted Open this week. Jungle Boy is an ignorant young boy who does not understand this, this industry. He doesn't know better. He's young, brash kid who doesn't know any better. And I'm sure the dirt sheets are going to have a field day with this one. But he needs to be sat down by a veteran like Taz, like JR, like Billy Gunn, one of those guys, and be made to understand and educate why as to why you don't say the things on camera for a multitude of reasons. Again, that's my biggest argument, too. Yeah. Then the other quote on here is um, Billy Ray was asked, what would have happened back in the day? And so more of this comes out. So Mm. Billy Ray says he doesn't know any better. He's flexing when he shouldn't be flexing and flexing for no reason. Back in the day, there was a way to handle young boys like Jack Perry. Some of those still apply. And I'm not talking about beating the shit out of him. But back in the day, that would have happened. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if you saw on Twitter today the picture that keeps getting floated around from the Cauliflower Alley Club from earlier this year. CM Punk got an award at the Cauliflower Alley. Oh, with, with the APA? With, with the, the APA. And it's like, <laughs> okay, if I, I would, again, I would have CM Punk and Jack Perry, and Punk would have won in the cage, and the elite would have come out. Mm-hmm. It's something we would have had the Bucks come out, the elite come out, and they're going to beat him up. Again, I'm yeah. a book this with Tony Khan. It's just, this is so simple. It's time yeah. to pay it off. Yeah. Now they come out. That's how you end all out. Punk gets his ass. He wins the match and gets his ass kicked by elbow little midgets in the, yeah. the bad wrestling. <laughs> yeah. The young bucks, they bring out Omega. I mean, they just all go after him. And they pull mm. the same shit they pulled at the end of all out a couple of years ago. But Brian, but Brian Danielson came out. Right. Yeah. They don't pay that off. Don't pay it off. Have Shivani say the last word. The last word is simply, we'll see you Wednesday night. Yeah. Like he used to do back, we used to do back in WCW. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday night, CM Punk comes out. Or the no, the elite, everybody's in the ring. We beat up. He's not coming back. He's done. And pay it off with CM Punk walking out with the APA. Oh, 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 or if you don't oh, use oh, the APA, CM Punk comes out with the FTR. Yeah. It says, all right, we helped you guys once, and we ain't never doing that again. You know we can kick your ass. We know Punk can kick your ass because he already kicked both of his asses. Yeah. Now, Omega, Bucks, Jack Perry, we're ready. Let's go. Yeah. And now you've built with something bigger and bigger. And then you gotta find him a fourth at some point. And there's a big son of a bitch who looks like a million dollars that they haven't used in six months, who would be perfect to be around CM Punk. And that's Wardlow. 
Where is Wardlow? I don't know. No one seems to know outside of Tony Khan. Hmm. I think they're so afraid to build Wardlow because he looks like he'll be under out of contract soon enough. Yeah. He looks like something that Vince McMahon and Triple H would just go, yep, come on over. Yeah. We know what to do to you. You want to be a star? He has the look. Yeah. Yeah. I'm big on him. And he is only just beginning to scratch the surface of all the things he can do in the ring. Like, he is a star, man. Yeah, he's got it. And they did a couple of good things with him and the MJF thing. But it's like, go back to your point earlier about how Tony Khan can't finish anything. Right. He never finished that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, literally the only thing they've paid off in three years was MJF and Punk. Yeah. That's it. Right. They haven't paid us for anything. Yeah. And but I know they had some injuries with right around uh, Forbidden Door last year that we're going to build mm-hmm. some things. But yeah. Yeah. You, give us something. Give us well, something. I think, I mean, MJF, you know, I will give Friedman credit. I think he is a really good storyteller. Like he is yeah. really compelling to watch. It wouldn't surprise me if Vince throws money at him. It wouldn't surprise me if Vince throws money at Osprey. Uh, yeah. So I, I think you'd right. I, I think MJF's the one guy who can get a who can you can back up the Briggs truck for now. Yeah. But I think what we're going to see, Vince does not own this thing anymore. Granted, he owns a big That's percentage. That's true. But look what Endeavor did when they bought UFC. Mm-hmm. They didn't pay those guys. And there's only <laughs> one other place to go, and that's AEW. Uh, and now AEW is messing things up so bad that some people aren't going to want to leave WWE to go work for them. But, I mean, okay, so say CM Punk gets run off. What CM Punk can show is that, hey, when you give me something to build, collision, yeah, it's a good product. And 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 Warner Brothers Discovery, like you said, they gave them the money because of Cody and the promise of CM Punk. Like, yeah. oh, and, and you've got to feature this guy. Yeah. CM Punk walks. We've he already lost he lost Cody, who was one pillar. CM Punk is the other. Yeah. If he walks. Like you said, I mean, now AEW by just, you know, if if the other company doesn't want to pay, maybe they'll come to AEW. But I, I'm not going to sit around and wait for, for that to happen. If, yeah. if CM Punk's gone, I, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of CM Punk's gone. And then I don't think that the WWE is going to buy a bunch of these guys. I do think they'll look at um, MJF. I think he can be a guy that could be with anybody over there. Mm-hmm. And I think Will Ospreay. He's got it too. I mean, he's yeah. he's not just flippy floppy guy. He's really good at that, but he's AJ Styles' more personality. Yeah, yeah, and, and and not as old as AJ Styles is now. You know, yeah, they got they got they got late AJ Styles in the middle of the yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, there's not any Mike way. I would take Wardlow if I was WWE. Mm-hmm. The rest of these guys, Moxley ain't going back. They're going yeah. one. The Bucks and Omega? I mean, they'll take Omega for a little while to 
have him jobbing out to Gunther and, <laughs> yeah. and Drew McIntyre and then yeah. Roman first and then right. Gunther and then Drew McIntyre and then Omega's <laughs> like, well, thanks for the couple million dollars. I'm going to retire now. Right. And that's what that's what Kenny Omega's retirement fund's going to be. Yeah. But but what I'm saying about that is it's like you got this. They can only go one other place. WWE's not going to spend a bunch of money. AEW has some easy decisions to make. Cut some of these guys loose. Let some people yeah. go. You let them know if you're not going to be the best you can be here, where else are you going to go? Right. They're not yeah. taking you up there. You know, it's right. so Tony Khan has gotten a chance to be to do something really special. He keeps yeah. blowing it and keeps blowing it. That's the biggest issue in AEW is they have a child running. Yeah, well, yeah, their their job, Tony Khan's job is not to be the most popular. It's not to be nice and make everyone happy. His job is to run a wrestling promotion. His job is to put the best product on television, uh, give people a reason to come to the arena, reason to buy the pay-per-view, show up at the pay-per-view. And he is not doing his job. So like if CM Punk is not on collision on Saturday, and is not at all out as great. He will have done the one thing that I would have thought was impossible, which is that you've had in a week, you you will have gone from having the pinnacle event um, that was going to send your, that could have brought your the organization to a, a, a different level of legitimacy. You are now going to send it back. You might as well be back at the Peyton place at Jacksonville at the stadium. Yeah. You may be daily, yeah, you may be a daily place every week and just film it there and be yeah. and be better impact. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's the that's that's the decision that he needs to make. Does he want to go to pre CM Punk AEW or does he want to take this company to the next level? To me, if if you're running a business, it's pretty obvious what you do and you've already you you've already booked the match. For him, all he's got to do is do it. That's it. I want to know what the original plan was for him at All Out. I, here's the thing: I also th- don't think he 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 had a plan. I don't. I don't know. I don't think they really thought past All In. I don't think they did either. I don't think they had much of a plan for this pay per view, and it, it's it's ridiculous. I we keep talking about run it. It's a business. Run it. Run it as a business. He doesn't think of it that way. To him, it's a toy. Mm-hmm. He's a rich, entitled, spoiled little boy who got a whole lot of money and gets to play with his favorite toys. And he doesn't have to say no to any of them. And he can let them all do what they want to do. And I know the idea of AEW is built on all in. It's built on the idea that we'll take the best parts of New Japan and the best parts of Impact and the best parts of Ring of Honor and the best parts of this thing and that thing, and we'll put it all together. The bigger the rest, the bigger the menu at a restaurant, usually the worse the restaurant is. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you do. And AEW, again, with Cody's guidance in the beginning, was going to be WCW. Yeah. And the Bucks messed it up, and Omega messed it up, and Tony wouldn't say no. 
Right. He just wanted to get everybody he could play in his toy box. In his sandbox, he wanted every toy. And that's the biggest problem they have. Yeah. Until they fix that, they're not going to fix this thing. And and he doesn't think anything's wrong mm. because they've got the money from Warner Brothers Discovery. But he really, I think he's realizing this week he can lose it. Well, I'm hope if I'm Warner Brothers Discovery, you know, I'm sending messages to to Tony saying, "Hey, listen, you 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 sold us on mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Like, dude, like I, we can't have. We are giving you two hours uh-huh. on Saturday night, and you 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 promise CM Punk, but he promised that he's gonna, but he's gonna have a." solution a full solution but he doesn't think he's going to have a full solution i'm like dude you're booking you, you're telling punk yeah punk is going to be there and, and punk you're going to give me the best match yeah. you've ever given me jack perry you're going to be there you're going to give me the best match you've ever given me yeah and we're going to move forward yeah and, and having cm punk surprise everybody at all out does no good to getting me to buy the pay-per-view that's right What's the point of if I don't buy it? I mean, I have gone from I was going to buy a two day pass to now I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I won't go, but maybe I'll do the pay per view. But now I'm like, well, maybe I might not even do the pay per view. Yeah. I, you know, I'll do something else. The only thing that would convince me at this point would be on collision. Are they going to do collision live on Saturday night? Yes. So they're going to do collision live Saturday night, Labor Day weekend. Okay, college football's back as well. So good luck with the rating. Well, yeah, it'll be well, fun. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, so even collision, getting yeah. CM Punk to come out at the end of Collision and say, "Hey, Jack Perry, I'll see you tomorrow night." Even doing that now, or even doing that on Saturday, is not close enough. Yeah, Tony Khan had a chance on Thursday. He had a chance yeah. on Wednesday. It needed. Maybe, yeah, he, maybe legal was telling him not to do it. But there has to be a time where he just goes, hey, I'm boss. I own this son of a bitch. What we're going to do is this. I'll work this out. I'll be a man about it. Pull the two sides together. Here's what we're going to do. Vince McMahon would have got him in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. That whole that whole bit that Tony Khan did a couple weeks ago where he was the, the angry Tony Khan where uh, MJF and Adam Cole, like he's like yelling, like, Dude, you actually need to do that. Yeah. Like, well, you need to get these guys together. The genie should have never come out of the bottle. The man should have never come behind the curtain. He should have never been mentioned on television. Right. He should have never done these press scrums. He should have named a commissioner yep. for TV purposes. Yep. He had William Regal sitting there. Yes. I mean, you let Regal walk, and then he wanted to go back. But I'm like, I would have been like, no, Regal, like I'm gonna pay you. I'm making you the AEW commissioner. You have a million bucks yeah. a year. Yeah, you can't get training over there. You can't go to any school he wants to go to. I'll help you pay for it. Whatever yeah. you want to do, your kid is going to work for Vince. Your kid needs to go over here and work. Right. And let us send him over to Cody's Academy, and you can go work with him over there. And let Daniel, let Brian Danielson work with him. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah that's how you do it. You go and. But he's a nice man. He's not, Tony Khan's a nice guy, and he's because he's a child. Yeah, he's never. I bet he never had a paper route when he was a boy. Oh, 
a job. He's never had a job. Never had a job before, you know. No, I love that the the over in you know with with um, the Tottenham they own over there and in, in yeah, Tottenham. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I it's, it's um, Fulham. Fulham. I'm sorry, it's Fulham. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. my bad. You know, the fans at Fulham when they gave Tony Khan the job where he was like involved with the analytics, mm-hmm. they were doing Tony Khan. Do you know what the chant they had for him over there was? Oh gosh. It was Tony Khan Wanks Dogs. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Fulham fans were chanting at home games. Oh geez. Wow. So Dad had to get him out of there. And then you know he's working for the Jaguars, and it's like, wait a minute, you think you think Doug Peterson wants to work with him? No, get him out of my. I got more shit important shit to do. Yeah, to say your kid. Yeah, so you give him AEW, which he's gonna build. I mean, it's a monster already. Mm-hmm. He's done yeah. a great job with building a business, but he's got a he has a chance to fine tune it and to really be something better. Yeah, and it's well, like the business person in me is like. Holy shit, I can run this so much better than him. Well, you know, he's, you know, he he built it, but now he needs someone to run it. And, yep, you're the founder. Thank you for your service. You could still be on the board, whatever, you know, whatever it is. But it's time to hand but, the reins over to, to someone who's who yeah. knows the business. And, and if the William Regal thing wasn't have worked out like that, and you decide, okay, we do have to have Tony Khan in front of the camera, but well, once the genie's out of the bottle, you go all the way. Yep. What if they said in uh, Tropic Thunder, you only you can't go half retard, can't go part, but you got to right. go all the way. That's right. And or you never go full retard. It's the opposite with Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got you can't go halfway. You got to go all the way, and you just got to okay. Here's what we're going to do, and he'll never be Vince McMahon for what Vince did on television. Right. But either make him the super good guy who eventually turns and wants to penalize everybody, or, you know, and again, you play that as he's a spoiled brat. Mm, yeah. But before he can be the spoiled brat, let him be the one who is, well, I'm the rich kid and this is how it's going to work, you know, that, whatever. There's a way to play it either way. Mm-hmm. And Tony, he wanted to step out of the curtain and be thanked. He wanted the fans to say, thank you, Tony. He likes that adoration. Who doesn't? I'm not yeah. I'm a character flaw on him. We all like adoration. Mm-hmm. But he did this and he liked it. And now he doesn't know how to put the genie back in the bottle and not do it. Or he doesn't think he can go all the way. Yeah. He just go all the way at this point. I think, he, but yeah, I think you're right. He does need a major heel turn. He need there's something... I but yeah, but he he he's, he wants to be liked, and I, this is a business where you cannot be in the business of being liked. Um, you've got a show to produce, and he's not he's a, he's in jeopardy of. I don't know how you can go from worst from first to worst in a week, but he is he is finding a way to, to yeah. screw away. I mean, he's art. Well, he's actually already screwed away the best moment in AEW history by how he's handled the past few days. This is a, this is an indictment of his leadership. People can say whatever they want about punk or, you know, Jack Perry. This is about Tony Khan and his leadership. And he's, 
he's got a lot to prove. He's got, I mean, but it, it's our, honestly, it's too late, Bo. Like, yeah. I mean, if we don't know by now, if, if CM Punk is going to be, because like you said, I mean, when we're done, I, I mean, I'm going to, you know, I'm sure there's some late night action, some going on in the Mac somewhere. Um, you know, and, and all weekend, I'm going to be focused on, on football. So I'm like, why would I spend, if CM Punk's not going to be there, I'm not going to spend money, um, you know, on, on tickets. I'll, I'll just I'll spend my time and money doing something else. I, I got yeah. parlays to, to throw money down on. I got too much bullshit I can do on DraftKings, you right, know? That's right. Don't forget the great sponsor of the Coach Bonos podcast, DraftKings. Don't forget to follow us there. Uh, hey, I'll plug it real quick and say, don't forget yeah. the link in the show notes. Get your hundred dollars in free bets. Yeah. <laughs> Remember to game responsibly. That's right. Oh, we a gambler. If you have a gambling uh, a, a issue. Um, yeah. So we can does, does that number work? Does that number work for, for just making ridiculous parlays? Does that number work? <laughs> you know what it does is that if you call white hunter gambler, um, my understanding is that you give them your information, like your DraftKings information, mm-hmm. and they will shut your account down for a certain period of time. That's cool. That's cool. Um, it's just like, so back, remember back, and you're old enough to remember this, you lived here, remember how it used to be in Missouri when you went to the casinos? Yeah. You had yeah. to have the card. Mm-hmm. And so if you called that gambler number back then, they flagged your cards. Yeah. yeah. And so you'd scan your card to go in, and it would create a little thing, and you couldn't uh-huh. go in. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it all started. Yeah. Well, so, that's good. That's 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 good. That's old school, yeah. yeah. You got to be old school to know about the cards. Are, yeah. <laughs> that's right. You know, the old Ameristar, baby. The Ameristar in Harris. The Isle of Capri. Yeah, I Capri. I tried to uh, mug me in the market lot at the Isle of Capri one night. Oh, man, yeah. Isle of Capri, man. That, that's some treacherous. I, there are all kinds of stories of people getting mugged and followed home from the casino. Literally walked out. Got tried to mug me in the parking lot. He got his ass kicked too. Yeah, got his ass. Oh, <laughs> the cops came over and everything. They're like, "Are you okay?" I said, "I'm okay," but he gonna need to go to the hospital. Yeah, I stomped. He was wearing Timberlands. I stomped on his nuts twice. Man, you he this fucked is, around and found out. He found out. Yeah, it was just, yeah. again. I was that's like early twenties, bro. That was a whole different animal. Um, <laughs> hey, let's go to WWE just for a few minutes here. You know, yeah. they've got. Uh, their new payback pay-per-view coming out. Their champion won't be on. Now we're indicting AEW by not having their champion on their pay-per-view. Now you do the same thing at WWE. They've got Seth Rollins defending one of their titles against Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. But does anybody really think that's the important heavyweight title in WWE? I mean, I honestly I I I'm I'm really confused by what Triple H did by creating another world champ. I, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't, I, I mean, if I were Seth Rollins, I would not even, I wouldn't even want that belt. Um, that's that, that's not a real championship. Huh. Um, I, you know, I mean, but you know, but like you said, Seth Rollins, great in the ring, love watching him, but I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the pay-per-view looks like without their champion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no Roman Reigns. My understanding, he will not be on their next two pay per views. Yeah. Now yeah, he he's been due. He's been due for a break. For I mean, I remember reading last year that he was going to take a break, and he and he didn't. Yeah. 
Now, I don't know if he's got a Hollywood job, if he's if he's acting in something. I know it's his goal. He wants to be like yeah. his cousin, and he wants to yeah. be like The Rock. And he's got the looks. I mean, that guy's my yeah. wife loves Roman Reigns. With, with all women like Roman Reigns. All, all women love Roman Reigns. My yeah. wife likes him so much. I asked you because, you know, he looks like Jason Momoa. Here's how you know it. <laughs> ask your, your significant other, anybody you're dating, anybody listening, do it. Go home tonight. You know who Roman Reigns is? Yeah. You know who Jason Momoa is? Yeah. Which one's better looking? She said Roman, didn't she? My wife said Roman. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a keeper. Uh, yeah. Not that either. I mean, both of them are. Look, I'm uh, yeah, I'm strong just, enough in my manhood to say those are two good-looking dudes. Do you know, not I lost leave, my wife to one of those two dudes. All right, I can live do, with that. that. Do not, do not leave your girl next to them at a party. Don't go yes. get hors d'oeuvres. Don't get a beer. Like, I'm you, not gonna go get no. you a drink. You're coming with no. me. <laughs> That's right. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because it's over. They start talking to your girl. It is over. Over for, over. for you. Well, yeah. You think the rock was something? Yeah. <laughs> to my God. Um, so no Roman Reigns for a couple of months. So WWE went into the uh they went into the toy aisle and they mm-hmm. went and got John Cena to come back. Wow. And they That's... got John Cena for six weeks. He's gonna be on SmackDown. Wow. I mean, the I, I, I gotta admire them, I guess, that they just kind of keep bringing out the old, you know, playing the old the oldies, the oldies with goodies. Well. If you're not going to have Roman Reigns, and Seth just isn't that dude. No. Gunther is like the anti-Roman in a way. He's going to be the next big thing, but he's a heel. So he isn't going to be the reason you're watching SmackDown. And they got all their ads. They're going to all be over Fox starting next week on the NFL. Mm. You don't have Roman, you better go get somebody. And they got John Cena. Yeah. So if you're watching the it's brilliant because it's look, it's weeks what one through four or five of the NFL mm-hmm. season. A lot yeah. of their advertising is on Fox during the NFL games. Instead of showing Roman Reigns' face, they get to show John Cena, and everyone knows who John Cena is. Yeah, yeah. This is how you run a business, Tony Khan. Yes. If you don't have <laughs> CM Punk for us, you better give us somebody big. Right. Maybe they weren't going to have Roman Reigns for six weeks. Yep. So they said, hey, John Cena, will you come help us out? Yeah. And if it hadn't have been John Cena, it would have been somebody else. They would have eventually kept making phone calls. It, it, they would have offered it to The Rock at some point. Right. You know. Now, if they would have offered now, if they were to get The Rock to come back, oh, wow. Yeah. That would just... But yeah, I mean, I, I think and good on John Cena. Like, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm actually surprised that he's still willing to to go like that. But you know, so he'll do what? He'll do a pay per view. He'll do and... a couple of matches. You figure he'll be in some tag matches. Probably he'll probably go talk the first couple of times. Yeah, they'll get him involved with a young heel. Mm-hmm. He'll go do a couple of tag matches. They'll tag him with you know L.A. Knight a couple of times. Yeah, they get that rub on L.A. Knight. Who's really? I'm liking him. What they're doing with him? Yeah, he's he's finally doing something with him. Yeah, and then you know he'll win their match, his last match of the pay per view, and be done. And he'll go away. And then if he wants to come back for a retirement match at WrestleMania or something like that, great. Mm. But yeah, I mean it's it's a win win for John Cena. He's not making any movies right now. Yeah, no strike. So 
go to WWE, go do that for a few months. Yeah, I I, mean, I, I think it's a smart move. I mean, um, good good on you know good on Vince for you know having that yeah. deep bench of of superstars that you can he can go back you can tap into. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss Roman Roman Reigns. The bloodline story was just an amazing story, and and, and I will say I, I got to give kudos. I I feel like the person who helped tip the scales in the bloodline story was Sami Zayn. Like oh, absolutely, Sami with the Usos. Like that was just brilliant. That was just yeah. all brilliant um, storytelling, and the heat that Roman Reigns got. Um, after uh, WrestleMania, because we all thought Cody was going to finish the kind of finish, yeah. And and when Cody did not win that match, I mean that next Raw, oh my gosh, when he yeah, showed we up were... on Raw and it was just like it was, it was beyond Don Callis heat. It was it was yeah, it, so was, it was rabbit. it was amazing because we all thought it was the wrong thing too. Yeah. Yeah. I complained, no, they should have been Cody should have won. And you watch the bloodline thing keeps going and keeps yes. going. And they got it. It's it's really good drama. And I think Sammy was a great way to bring it to this next level. Mm-hmm. But the littlest thing inside of it that makes it work is Reigns. I mean, obviously it's Reigns, the whole thing is around Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. but it's Heyman. Yes. The wise man, the just how he holds the belt, how he makes facials. Uh, I mean, he is—he's brilliant. Paul Heyman is a genius, a wrestling Paul, genius, man. This has made Paul Heyman one of the best three managers of all time. I mean, he's—if he wasn't already there, he is in Bobby the Brain Heenan and Jim Cornette's upper oh, end now. He—he he is there, man. Every time. It's one, two, and three. You could argue the order, but they're the top three, and when he's he, up there with them now. When Paul grabs the mic, and he has a slight pause, and then he's like, "My name is Paul Heyman," and the crowd is just Paul Heyman. Like, and it's like obviously we all know who you are, but yeah, he's just—I I don't know. I just—I Paul yeah. Heyman. I, I don't want to say he doesn't get the credit he deserves. I think I think he does yeah. get the credit he deserves, and yet I still feel like he's underappreciated for just how great yeah. he is I, and how he facilitates this whole storytelling. Could you see? I, I'm just I'm just spitting at the wall right now. Yeah, I, I still think we're going to get Reigns and Cody at WrestleMania this time. Cody wins. Yeah, um, but could you see for a moment? The last week John Cena's there, the last time he comes on, he thanks the fans, and I'm going to go back, and I'll, I'll, you'll see me again in the future, about possibly. And at the very end of it, Paul Heyman comes out and goes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. Yeah. And then he says, thank you, John Cena, for filling in for the time that we missed our tribal chief, chief moment. Oh. Like, just digs yes. in right as John Cena's walking out the door and then down the road John Cena says you know what yeah I'm coming for you I, whether it's after the Royal Rumble I can kind of help him write this because I know where to go with the other side Survivor you gotta Cody, you gotta have Cody then beat 
Rollins between now and then. Yeah. You know, and then so Cody gets a match. I put I put Cody with Gunther. Gunther mm-hmm. win the Royal Rumble, challenge yeah. Cody. Yeah. Because now you have this John Cena thing. Mm-hmm. And you have the greatest main event of all time. That would be Star Wars. Cool. Star, yeah. Star Wars is every bit what Austin and Rock were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be kind of dope for Roman Reigns to come back on yeah. that last, the last well, week of John Cena. Yeah. And not Reigns. No, 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 not Reigns. Just send Heyman. Mm. Just send Heyman. And mm. then when Roman comes back the next week, Somehow he just kind of in passing in the middle of his talk because he's going to do you know the update on the tribal count, tribal chief and say hey the tribal chief really much appreciates John Cena coming along and keeping the seat warm here and keeping our ratings high while the tribal chief is gone but the tribal chief has returned mm. yeah and both kind of plant that seed for yeah early twenty four yeah kind of. Oh, yeah. So I just, I don't know. There's some, again, I, I somebody will put me on creative. I'm just saying now I should have a creative. Tony Khan, I've offered my services to him many times on Twitter. I told him I could fix, I told him I'd do two for one. I'd fix AEW and the Jaguars. <laughs> but the Jaguars hired Doug Peterson, who I do like. So I'm like, okay, yeah. you, you got something going there. So, I'm gonna leave you alone on that one. So no, you no longer get two for one. You're lucky I'm doing this at all. Mm. Yeah, that that'd be my sales down to it. You know, <laughs> I was gonna give you two for one, but you don't fuck this the whole thing up. You're lucky I'm coming in and saving. Right. So now it's gonna be getting two. But you're gonna pay me double. Oh man, I would I would come in and I'd probably fire about a quarter of the roster. I would let contract. Right I would just tell them all, we're gonna honor your contract, but we're not gonna put you on television. Yeah, you know, I, and for the guys like the Bucks and like Orange Cassidy, I'd have them putting people over the guys that I want, the guys that you know Wardlow, and and I'd fix John Moxley. I'd tell him if I see you bleed on television again, your ass is fired. <laughs> I'll tell you what matches you can win. <laughs> I don't know what, and you mentioned Renee Paquette. I'm gonna summer go here. Yeah. We know Renee Paquette is married to John Moxley. Yeah. And first off, he outkicked his puck coverage. Oh, uh, 100%. This guy is a moron. And somehow he ended up with that beautiful, smart young woman. Because mm-hmm. she's also, yeah. you can tell, she's a wicked smart woman. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> pardon me. Um, I would just go to him and say, look, you're, I don't need Dean Ambrose. I want John Moxley, but what I don't want is game changer wrestling. Right. Give me the John Moxley that came over here and challenged Omega. And give me the John Moxley that for a year and a half did carry this company. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pardon me again. And it's not about what your um, you know, how much blood you can have or how much of a badass you are. You're not Steve Austin. Right. Or if you want to be Steve Austin, be Steve Austin that the blood means something. Like don't do this, don't do this mud show shit. Yeah. I'll make you, I'll give make you our Steve Austin. 
but you've got to give me some things here too. Yeah, I I would love to see if he focuses more on his wrestling acumen and that every once in a while you have someone poke the bear. Yeah. And where he's going to be like, okay, you're going to turn me into the old me if you don't, yeah. if, if you don't tread lightly. And yeah. every once in a while, it's going it, to, it, it might be okay. But I don't need blood and guts. I don't need blood and guts every week. It, it actually diminishes when they do blood and guts because I see it every week. I don't need it every week. Yeah. You know that, that blood and guts match they have, you know, the ripoff yeah. of the, yeah. um, What's the one called in WWE? Used to be NWA when the um, big two ring cage match. Yeah, yeah. War games. Yeah. War, it's a rip. It's a rip off of War Games. Yeah. Um, they do it in terrible, terrible ways. It's just pretty awful. Uh, what AEW does that, but you're right. It's like, and we've belittled that point. But the Moxley thing, I'm gonna finish real quick on this because you're right. What he, he either wants to be Steve Austin. Or he wants to be someone who tragically passed away recently as Terry Funk. Mm. But he needs to be yeah. less old Terry Funk and more of the late 1980s Terry Funk. Mm. John Moxley could be that really yeah. well. The one yeah. that put the bag over Ric Flair's head, the one that you believe was a bad guy. Yeah. John Moxley could do that. He doesn't have to bleed every week. Right. I mean, he. Two minutes in the match, he's bleeding. You know, yeah. Literally on all out, I did not watch it live. My son was, or all in, my son was texting me some of the results. He goes, "Moxley's next." I sent him back a text thirty seconds later that says, "Has he bled yet?" <laughs> it's just an ongoing. Everybody knows yeah. the joke now. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's there's a lot we can do to save him. They're not, but we're yeah. not going to help. Him. They, they got to yeah. pass. Man. I mean, Terry Funk was one of a kind. Yeah, let's uh, talk about Terry Funk for a minute. Here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mentioned Terry Funk last week on the pod. I did a little bit after Ellen being off, and I talked about mm-hmm. Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. And I wanted to get you on here to talk about it too. Mm-hmm. To me, I you know, people have their own definition of who the greatest of all time is. You know, I'm a Ric Flair man myself, I think he's mm-hmm. the greatest ever, but he represents wrestling. A lot of people think Terry Funk is, if not the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of folks don't know much about him because he had a very short stint in WWE when he was younger in the 80s. Yep. He wasn't really young then. But they know him from ECW. Right, yeah. They know him coming back from Japan, and they hear the Japanese stories because there's a whole generation that followed what Terry Funk and Mick Foley did over there. Mm-hmm. And... We lost Terry Funk. He did pass away what, about 10 days ago now. Yeah. And like I mentioned in the pod, I said, Terry Funk was your rest, favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, to hear the guys, the way they talk about him. Like, yeah, like, I mean, I think that gives credence to the argument that perhaps he was the greatest of at least of his generation. Like, yeah, there, there, there's not a. I haven't seen another person like him, even just as a young young person who enjoyed wrestling. When when I would read, I would get the magazines, I would get yeah, Pro okay. Wrestling Illustrated and the Insider, and like you would see the pictures of Terry Funk, you read the articles, 
And he just seemed like this larger than life. And I got a chance to see him a couple times when they'd swing through, you know, every once in a while in Kansas City. And it was like watching the meanest man. He and Abdullah the Butcher, to me, were the two meanest, roughest, toughest men. Yeah, they look real. Time. They look yeah. real. And, and I get it. There were two of the guys that I never saw Terry. As a kid, I never saw Terry. But he never came to New Orleans where I was yeah. at. Uh, we did get Abdullah the Butcher a few times. Yeah. Um, and to me, it was Abdul Butcher and Kamal. Like they were the, yeah. two, the two heels. Now, like they seem real. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you were a little little kid. You thought Kamala really was from Uganda. And I really, I did too. <laughs> um, but Terry Funk, when I finally saw him, like in the NWA days, the late NWA, and then uh, some of his world class stuff, and then mm-hmm. in the WCW when he comes back against Ric Flair. This guy was a wild man. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the wild man that, you know, yes, he had the deathmatch stuff later on, but he wasn't this wild man that had to bleed heavier. But you believed him. Oh, you yeah. You believed Terry Funk, there was something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, his career kind of ends at the end of his WCW and world class days and all that stuff. He goes and spends more time in Japan, which he had done for. 20 plus years before that he was a huge draw for a generation really the first american to really be popular in japan and wrestling and you know he was the reason for bruiser brody and stan hansen yeah. those guys yeah my thing with terry fucking he may not be the greatest of all time but he influenced the greatest number of generations yeah because he helped out guys like stan hansen and bruiser brody and then the next generation of Ric Flair and Magnum TA and, and that generation mm. of the NWA and, yep. and even guys in the WWE like Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And then he has this like career resurgence late in his career with ECW. Mm-hmm. And he influenced that generation. You know, the Rob yeah. Van Dam, Taz and those people. Bam Bam Bigelow, you know. Yeah. And then his legacy of what he did there spawned this whole generation. It's like these, it's almost like Terry Funk is the last, was the last almost mythological figure of wrestling. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's so well said, but like he, it was almost like he wasn't real. Like, but yet it, it wasn't real. And yet you believed it. Like, yes. It, yeah, you, it's, it's a weird juxtaposition. Yes. Like, Good wrestling takes away, I don't think about the fakeness of it. Right. I want to invest in the story. Now the storylines are a big part of it. They always kind of have been, you know, um, I'll have to send you the link later, but there's a, uh, you watch Dark Side of the Ring, you ever seen any of those? Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you seen the, I can't remember which one it was, but Jim Cornette gives an interview and he says in there, tells a story of, you drive by on the highway and you see a, a big guy beating up a little guy. Well, you're not going to stop because you're going to get your ass kicked too. <laughs> but if you drive by the highway, you see a little guy beating a big guy, you might stop and watch and say, oh, wow. And, and be like, hey, um, I want to watch this. this. This little guy kicking this big guy's ass. It's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Different. Yeah. 
Well, if we see enough times where the little guy has beaten up the big guy, then the big guy comes back. But now you're rooting for the little guy because he's already done it once. He can do it again. Mm-hmm. And now I can charge you. You can call, make you pay to watch it. Well, that's wrestling. Mm. Yeah. And it's true. It's like we watch wrestling because we want to see Samoa Joe and CM Punk. Yeah. Have these great matches that if you're a fan of wrestling, you have found and seen from, from Ring of Honor. They're almost mythological. They hold its own thing now. Yeah. And they tried to recreate that. It was a good idea. And they actually built up to the match really well. Mm-hmm. The match wasn't as good as what they did 15 years ago. Right. But the same two guys, though. Yeah. It was a good match. It might have been the best match on the card, honestly. Oh, I, oh yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Do you think it was? I mean, I didn't see them all. I, I, I think it was. Yeah. But you look at that and you go, you believe it. You believe during that time that Samoa Joe and CM Punk have something personal and they're fighting each other. And you're rooting for one or the other for some reason. Right. You bought into who they are. What I don't want to see, and I, I can forgive it right now with the MJF Adam Cole because of the story, mm-hmm. I don't want to see two guys have a fight and then have a hug afterwards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you who spoiled this. Unfortunately, it was WWE. It was The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. When they decided they were going to you know, come together at the end and Triple H was with them. and I don't want to see that. No. Don't take away from me the realism part of it. And if I don't believe you, guess why I don't like the Young Bucks. You're not telling me a good story. And then when I watch you in the ring, I know it's fake. Because you are behaving like it's fake. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just all just, it's stupid stuff, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want the undertaker to always be the undertaker. Mm-hmm. I don't want there being hugs and, you know, and I, I know, you know, he's, you know, big into his, you know, faith and going out and, but like when you're in the ring, I don't want that guy. I want the undertaker. Yes. Now, and I get, and now that they've broken down that wall, now. that was really the, to me, the first time I remember it going, Oh, I don't like that. Don't do that. Don't do mm. no god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and and now they'll do it because hey granted they did it because out of respect for one another. And I get that. Mm-hmm. But that's the respect we know they have behind the camera. They can go acknowledge that on television in an interview. Do an interview on ESPN with Stephen A. Smith. You know? Yeah. Go do late night with with you know with with Stephen Colbert or whatever. You know? Yeah. Give Roy Wood a show on Comedy Central and then do it on his show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I mean there's a there's ways they could have they didn't don't do a hug, but you have the dead man walking back up the ramp. Shawn Michaels just kind of standing in the ring, just kind of looking like you can have the Undertaker stop. Maybe he turns around, maybe he doesn't, just stops, pause, and then just kind of the second Walks time you put him in, turn around and tip your hat to the guy. Yeah, yeah. You got me. You you, you, you're the, you got me. And give him the tip of the hat subtly or, um, you know, just shake your head and go, yeah, you got me. You got me. Yeah. And go away. But what I mean by that is not just that moment. That was kind of the first time it happened. And when, again, when you see that, now everyone thinks it's okay. 
So right. now we got to have a match where, you know, a few weeks ago, we got 10 guys fighting in two rings in a goddamn cage and everyone's bleeding. And then the match ends. And they shake hands. And everyone's shaking hands and hugging. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Again, I know you want somebody won, somebody lost. Yeah. Actually, the reason to either buy this again or for me to feel sorry for the person who lost and to be happy or sad for the person, you know, give me a reason to be mad or sad. Because I actually actually loved the one thing that the Young Bucks did that I loved it all in is when FDR, FDR is like, hey, you know, it's the handshake, it's kind of. And they just walked off. They're like, no. And then and then they do the whole thing, you know, last night. We're like, oh, we were just in the heat of the moment. Like, no, become a go do a heel turn, man. Yes, yes. That was a thing. The the I'm good with the other way of saying, I don't respect you. Go fuck yourself. I'm not shaking your hand right now. I'm walking out of here. Yeah. The Bucks, that was a great idea. But you yeah. don't pay it off by, and they knew it. They knew they were going back in the back. They cut the goddamn promo right after. Because you can tell it's been the same locker room. And now you're going to tell me, well, they're going to say when the, when the, when FTR goes in there, it needs to be, Young Bucks just said, you ruined it for us. You know, and they can't say fuck you, but you know what? You say, you know what? This was our day. And yes, and we're still the best tag team in the world, and fuck you, and you ruined our day and everything else. And mm. then you've built the Bucks don't lose anything when you do that. And they right. show a different side of who they are. And now they become, yeah, we are the people who built this. Right. They can go take that in front of the camera now. You want right. you lose the series to, to FTR, FTR's made whole. Now the bucks can turn and you can do something with that. But when you just want to go, well, it was a bad day. It was, you know, the problem is when Tony Khan writes wrestling, he wants everybody to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Every, everyone just, everyone, can we just all just get along? Can we get along? You know, this whole, you know, Adam Cole thing with, with um, Roddy, uh, um, MJF. With it, no, the the side part. Oh, uh, Roderick Strong. Yeah, I just that's your. I'm your real friend. <laughs> Did Tony Khan not have friends when he was a boy? I'm. I, yeah, I feel like I, I feel like the, like they're telling the Tony Khan story through this MGF, MJF, Adam Cole, yeah, Roderick Strong thing. The thing is with the Young Bucks, you have them. They've just lost. They're pissed off at FTR. They're sitting around. Instead of having that whole forcing the Bullet Club gold onto FTR and whatnot, what you should have done was just having them just kind of obsessed, like, hey, we've got to get tag team gold again to feel like we are we are who, who we're supposed to be. And then just have them say, one of them say to the other, well, you know, there is another way. And you point them in the direction of Adam Cole and MJF. Yeah. Like, like, hello, like it, it it's like the story, the we story can, can kind of writes itself. Yeah, right. It, it, that's the problem. If something <laughs> does write itself, they don't use. 
Yeah. You can't save this for later. It's not going to work later. I mean, because you could have, if you would have done that, you could have salvaged all out. You could have generated some quick heat with, you know, the Young Bucks are like, we don't care who we have to take out. We're getting tag team gold, whatever, by hook or by crook. Damn it. You know, we're, we're, and, and I don't know you, I mean, you can't do it for all that, but like you go after, you go after, you know, Hey, Cole, you know, we're going after you. We're going, what whatever it takes, but they need a heel turn. Cause I mean, I, that's the only way I would even want to watch them is yeah. if they were. I'm just going to turn them off. Yeah. And that's the, again, it's not just the young ones. This is the, this is what they do. Everyone's got to be everyone's friends. They have a team called the best friends. Yeah. I, well, for, here's all right. All right. So I, here's why I didn't love this match, even though there were some funny moments in the stadium stampede. I don't like the best friends. I think they're trying to make them out to be um, some sort of really cool click. I none. I think Orge Orge Cassidy. I kind of find compelling, just because it, this gimmick is so weird, and I I, I don't know. But I don't like. I don't like the best friends. I don't think they're that big. They're all mid um, to me. Um, Chris Statlander to me is the, is the best one of all of the yeah. best friends. Um, and you're not going to get me to believe that they're going to, the way you sold me the, the, you know, the, 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 uh, bullet, uh, the, the uh, combat club, the Blackpool combat club, you've got me believing that these best friends who are you know, hanging out at the, the pool all day or, playing Dungeons and Dragons, you know, in your basement all day. You've got me believing that they're going to get in a street fight with yeah. guys who, where all they do is fight people. And what do we say? We've been saying for, for about half an hour now. Well, I want to believe. I want yeah. to believe. Give me a reason to believe. Yeah. So you you didn't build up. I would have rather have seen, um, um, oh, my gosh, like, um, um Brody's uh the Dark Order. Dark Order. I, I I'd rather see the Dark Order and, and I could I could at least see, you know, they've made a hill turn. I could at least see them fighting the Black Bull Combat Club, but I can't see the best friends fighting anybody. I guess that's you know, and then Sue it, it was kind of funny. Sue showed up in the van and she had a cookie tray, and there's all sorts of what I mean, it was it, it was gimmicky and kind of silly, but I don't do that kind of stuff. I get yeah, it. I, Again, that, but I'm not the target audience for that either. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, there, there's too much hugging, too much kissing, the old, the, the yeah. young bucks kissing each other on the cheek. Yeah. And then FTR did it to them in their match. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Um, yeah. I got, we're going to get a couple more. We're going to get out of here because I know we've taken a lot of your time. Yeah. I appreciate it. We've had yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Two things. One, any predictions for all out? Is there anything that you think? will happen that you think will be interesting. I didn't mention the oh. one thing that there is there is a battle royal, a tag team battle royal mm-hmm. that we don't see the the people in that battle royal on the um on the screen here on the website. Yeah. But the winner of that battle royal gets a chance at Adam Cole and uh MJF. Wow. And that's they get that chance that night. Mm. So that's the okay. Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match. It just says 
they're think better than you, baby, versus the ROH Tag Team Champions Battle Royal. I mean, okay, it's gonna be Penta and Ray Phoenix, right? I mean, I mean, I, right? I mean, they're they're gonna win the Battle Royal, yeah. and then they're gonna they're gonna face MJF and and Adam Cole yeah. for the championship. I mean, it, to me, that's. I, I hope I'm wrong about that, but I predict that is what's going to happen. So That's what's the, going to happen. Which team again? The... Uh, it's going to be Penta and Ray Phoenix. Oh, okay. Uh, against MJF and, and Adam Cole. I wonder if it's that, or is it going to be Tabern and Bennett? Ooh. And then they go, and then that furthers the thing with Roddy. Ah, uh, yeah. That, I, I can see it either way. That's more interesting, I think. Because I don't mm-hmm. know how you go the other way. Like, how do you pay the other one off? There's nothing to that. Yeah, there's nothing at all. But with everything uh, else, I mean, what are we really going to get out of this? I, I mean, there's it's almost interesting to me. because <laughs> there's so much mystery as to how bad you know. You know what all out's going to be? It's going to be. You remember the uh, what was the thing that Jaw Roll tried to do a couple years ago? The Fire Fest. Oh, the fighter. Yeah, Fire Fest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or that all the influencers apparently they're rebooting the yes, Fire Fest. But I think All Out is going to be the wrestling version of that. It is going to be a hot mess and almost to the point where it that makes me almost want to to go. Like it so I could say I was there. Is this gonna be in, is this gonna be NWO sold out? <laughs> <laughs> If you Such know, you know. I, I, I knew I'd pop you on that one. I was like, if you know your shit, you'll know this one. Yeah. Uh-huh. This might be the worst. This might be the worst pay-per-view event of all time. It might. And I, I and I and so there's a part of me that the sick part of me, Bo, is like, maybe I need to be there. Maybe so I need to see it. I can see myself. that now. Here's the thing: is that there's not a blame on CM Punk for this. Nothing pertaining to CM Punk and Jack Perry is going to make this worse because there was no plans they could have had with those two people that would have made this better. I mean, hardly anybody who was on the bill, on on the card for All In, with the exception of the Young Bucks, FTR, Bullet Club Gold, um, was there anybody else that was on the card? Oh, Kenny Omega. So we get Kenny Omega. Well, you get, I mean, you have, so you have Joe had a match. Omega had a match. You have Colin MJF against whoever wins this battle royal. Um, Did the Bullet Club Gold have a match on All In? Yeah, they had the. um, What am I forgetting? Who were they with? It was. um, Oh, one of those Tony Khan throw everybody in the pot, like like a gumbo match. Yeah, they were against the Golden Elite or whatever they call it. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we got to use the cute name when they were Japan because nobody knows about that. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows about it because only the people who have been watching that shit forever and ever know that. (laughs) But but Tony Khan supposed to know that already. Yeah. Everybody has the little book in their back pocket that says, oh, this is who this is. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I they bring out, you know, some Japanese guy. Again, there's some Japanese guys I know. I know who Tanahashi is. I know who Okada is. I know I know who Jay White was. I know, you know, the guys who were the stars in New Japan. Yeah. Don't just break somebody out from New Japan. 
like the um, Ishii. Mm. I had seen Tomohiro Ishii. I remembered him because I liked his old, they, they called him the Stone Pitbull. I remember that name. I remember how he looked. Mm. He looked like a baked potato with arms. Yeah. But they bring him out and like, I might know it. A few people who are on the internet might know it, but does everybody in the arena know who this is? Yeah. Teach us. I, we don't need yeah. to know. I mean, I would have loved, I would have preferred if they didn't do this four-man tag with, with, um, with Bullet yeah. Club Gold, put the guns in that tag team battle royal. Give me the guns versus MJF and Adam Cole. That's a great uh, idea. I mean, but you know, you but now you've got the trios teams, and so we we lose. So you lose the acclaim in that. You lose House of Black doing mm-hmm. it. I mean, like the the teams that I mean, we're gonna see some teams in this battle royal that we didn't even know were tag teams. Yeah. Like you're wait, wait, they were a team? Like when did yeah. that happen? Yeah. Um sometimes yeah. I see some of these guys uh, and like I don't watch everything. No. It's not my responsibility to watch all your shows. No. I'll watch Dynamite, I'll watch Clip, but I'm not watching Rampage. And I'm I not, don't watch I haven't watched Rampage in like three months. I just I'm, I'm done. I haven't watched it since Punk was off it. Yeah. Um if Punk's not on Rampage, I don't watch. Um that's what I got with it. And now it's yeah. how with Dynamite, apparently. Um, yeah. The other one with that is, you know, I also don't watch their YouTube show, and I don't watch B- Being the Elite, and I don't watch any Ring of Honor because I don't have Honor Club. Yeah. How do I know what's going on? You got to tell me. Mm-hmm. I got a question. So with All In just happened, we we think that All Out's going to shit the bed. Apparently, it looks yeah. that way. They've already announced they're going to do All In again in London at Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Do you know the story? I'm sure you do. That the the, the Texas Stadium match, Kerry Von Erich and Ric Flair, mm-hmm. yeah, drew yeah. the big crowd at Texas Stadium. Uh huh. And then a year later, they did it again, and that was one of those where like it was um, the AWA sent a bunch of guys for a while to feud with some of the world class guys so they could mm-hmm. build that to be a big show. And they didn't have Kerry Von Erich and Ric Flair at the top. And that thing did not sell 70,000 seats. It sold like 15,000. Yeah. Where I'm going with this is all in in Wembley. It was the first time, the first everything. They're going to have to put something big on this time. If they're going to draw that crowd again. That crowd's not just going to show back up the second time. No. And if you don't have, if, if, if you don't have CM Punk or, and it, well, I mean, it's kind of hard to find somebody that you've coached from WWE to be that CM Punk person. You, you're not. It's not going to work. I mean, they could say. I mean, there's a reason why they opened the show with CM Punk. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, he's going to have. If, if you don't have him. Then the the story everything is going to have to be exponentially better between now and next August to get even fifty thousand people to show up. If you don't have somebody who can really carry carry the day, um, I, I just I, I wouldn't have announced it. I I don't I don't I think I would have done that. I yeah. would have waited, and and I get it. He did it because he was there. Maybe he's trying to get the plan. I don't know. He's probably trying to do WrestleMania. He's trying to do. 
Yeah. But the next one, the point is the next one's got to have a headline. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was Lollapalooza or Woodstock or Woodstock, whatever you want to call this time. Yeah. But look what's happened to all in like what is Chicago. You know, what started, it's gotten worse. Mm-hmm. The reach of it has. And now yeah. All Out has that problem. You might have this problem where people are, it's not new anymore. It's not a shiny new toy. We got to give them a reason to go watch it. I mean, look right. at what happened with WrestleMania. WrestleMania 2 wasn't as big as WrestleMania 1, even the gimmick. WrestleMania 3, they realized they didn't do it WrestleMania 2, and they said, we need the biggest pay-per-view we can come up with, Hogan and Andre. Mm. WrestleMania 4, they figured out they gimmicked that up, but they made sure they had Hulk and Andre again. And then every year, it's got to have the big match. And the ones, yeah. the years where they don't have it, it doesn't do as well as yep. the years when it does. AEW has to find a way to make all out next year the biggest a match they can make. It's got to have CM Punk because he's your biggest name. You can't build anybody to have a bigger name than CM Punk. No, can't do it. Now, the only thing I can think of is that that has to be some kind of CM Punk MJF match. Yeah. You don't know if MJF's going to leave at the end of the year. Maybe he says, you know, and if, and I have Punk win it, but it, you can play the MJF thing a couple of ways by doing that. Maybe he's leaving, you know, make it yeah. look like he's leaving. And he, I'm taking this title with me after I beat CM Punk. I'm, I don't have to wrestle again. Whatever you want to do, his contract yeah. up at the end of next year. Uh, he made that very clear in public. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Punk and Omega. But you're going to have to do something with Omega to make him bigger in the meantime. Right. Because outside of the bubble of AEW, he isn't that big a name. No. If 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 Kenny Omega showed up in the WWE right now, they wouldn't put him in the ads during the NFL. No. Dynamic wrestler, but it, he doesn't it, it, he doesn't really sell. Yeah, so I, we, so I don't know how you do that. There is nobody from WWE you could just go get, right? You know, so I'm wondering. I'm thinking ahead. I can't. I don't know what the prediction would be. It's gonna be punking somebody. That's the other thing. That's the other math and the other algebra that Tony Khan is to be doing right now. You know, what am I gonna do about that? Clearly, we were going there. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean to me, okay, so you planned you 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 scheduled all that. I'm sure they have yeah. not planned it. Yeah, you planned it, yeah. So now you've got a you should already know what your programs are gonna be between now and then. Like if, if I mean, nothing else, he should have the framework of the main event. Yeah. The draw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, unless it's unless it's a, I mean, do you do you have a like a like women like headlining? Is it Mercedes versus Jade? Is it uh, okay? I like the idea, but as big as that is, okay, the main event to me is something they have to mention on ESPN. 
Right. How do I get ESPN or if they already get the Bill Bleacher Report? But I mean, how do I get where someone's going to make a mention of this event? That's how big they need it to be this next time. Well, and, and that you know, we didn't and, draw that this time. They didn't draw it last time. So, in order for it to get that kind of mention, it's CM Punk versus somebody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but yes, yeah, it like so, it, yeah, I mean, so, and I'm sure Warner Brothers is communicating to Tony Khan, you know, we just we have just committed ourselves to this big event, so who are you gonna get? to fight CM Punk. Yeah. And and what like if I'm Warner Brothers, I'd be like Tony. Like I mean apparently like they screwed up his travel. There were all sorts of things that went wrong. CM Punk. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like don't you Tony, don't you have don't you have people who handle this? Yeah. Stuff. For your especially for your biggest star. Yeah. Roman Reigns when I had a car waiting for him. Yes. 100%. Because WWE does it the right way. Yeah. And it ain't like Tony don't have a budget. Well, I would have I would have flown CM Punk on the family jet. Yeah. I'd be like, Punk, where do you want us to pick you up at? We're sending the jet. We're gonna, you know, we'll fly, we'll get you to New York, and then we've got a pri- another private plane. We'll we'll get you, yeah. we'll get you across. I would have sent the jet from Jacksonville to Chicago. You and the wife get on. We'll see you back here in Jacksonville, and then we'll all go together. Yeah. Yeah, but because then you're in there with him going, okay, here's our plans moving forward. We appreciate your back. You got us this deal. Okay, let's lay it out. I mean, that's where you let you do business. Yeah. And yeah. again, got a child running this thing. I should, yeah, I, the, I, I the, might send It's going to be interesting to see how they do this. I kind of want to send a resume to Tony, Tony Khan, and just say, hey, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you help us <laughs> wrestling fans. Um, I'm just going to start writing. <laughs> we had his volume. We're just going to start, you know, booking matches. I was pleading on the podcast. I was pleading on Twitter. <clears throat> Pardon me. Dylan's cold. Um, now I don't plead anymore. He's going to come to me. I, I, I can help him here. It, nothing else. He needs someone. And there are people out there. He needs to have someone who doesn't want to be on television. Someone who can expl- who understands business and someone who is who has no reason to try to, to take his money. He has the guy there. He just doesn't listen to Jim Ross. Mm. I, I would be wow. willing to bet Jim Ross is more than what tried to pull Tony Khan aside and said, hey, look, you know, you brought me here for a reason. Right. Let's make this thing right and quit listening to the kids and let the adults run this for a little bit. The you thing that I would do if I were Tony Khan that would shake the world on fire, I'd hire Jim Cornette. And obviously that would be the craziest thing in the world because he would probably never do it. He probably wouldn't. But if I were Tony Khan, that is the one guy I would hire. Yeah. Even more so than Jim Ross. Now, look, yeah. I'm a Jim Cornette mark. I listen to his stuff, yeah, yeah. but I think his opinions are great. They're thought out. I do think it's somewhat gimmick on his mm-hmm. podcast. I think his gimmick is a little bit there and some of his deep-related hate for some of those guys. Yeah. But I do think he's got no reason to lie. He's got money. He doesn't care. 
Right. If he just wants to do it for the love of it, and Tony wants to pay it, but he doesn't want to do it now. He's made it clear. Mm-hmm. And Tony should just throw whatever paycheck he has to throw. If it's a million dollars, he would he would get that locker room in tip top shape. And yeah, he would run some people off, which is probably what's necessary anyway. And what he needs to do is he needs to take he he wouldn't have to make up with Omega. You know, they'd have to come to some understanding. Yeah. But I think Omega's important. But I would have Omega, Punk, and Jay White. You know, three guys that I say, okay, look, these are my three stars. These are my three be professionals like these three guys. Yeah. These are the guys I'm going to hold up. And then you got some young stars. You know who I love? I, I know we didn't talk about his batch at all in. I love Swerve. Swerve, I knew you were going there. Swerve is... Swerve different. should be a champ. Like, build me some Swerve. Yeah. I, man, get me a group around Swerve and make... Yeah. I don't... I mean, go... I love Prince Nana. I think that's a great yeah. deal with him. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's that's money to me. Yeah, that's I know it's it. I just I gotta have that. That's the guy I gotta build. He's not my main event now. He may not be in six months, but a year from now, there may be in six months. He's ROH champion. ROH, I would or you know, I mean, too bad. Yeah, or TV, TNT, but now they're running Darby to kind of take that off of. Luchasaurus. As soon as they can get Darby and Luchasaurus away from each other, the better. That Luchasaurus, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I hate, I hate that gimmick so much, man. And I don't even like Christian in the gimmick anymore, and that's that's sad because yeah. he's a snarmy little <laughs> hill. And but I love that you said that about Cornette. Yeah, I Tony Khan should hire Jim Cornette. At minimum, I, he should listen to Jim Ross. Right. If he I hired mean, Cornette to run to run the creative. And Jim yeah. Cor- and Jim Ross to run the to run the business. Yeah, Tony Khan would make a mint. He would make a mint off wrestling. Like, I, I feel like, I mean, maybe I'm I'm the get off my lawn, but I, I feel. Too. But I mean, we you know been wrestling fans most of our lives, and I would imagine that I, not that some of these younger people haven't been wrestling fans most of their lives, but we've got twice as much experience being wrestling fans as they do. I feel like that people who pay for wrestling are us. Like get, we want wrestling. We want what we see on collision. Yes. And we have money to spend. Yes. And right. I know that they I know that the whole thing is the 19 to 49 and I'm at the top, top, top level of that at 48. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um or rather than 19 to 39. So I'm above that. And then you're 40 yeah. in the next group. But yeah, for every okay, so every wrestling event I've gone to for the last ten years has not been because I wanted to go. Mm. It's been because my son wanted to go. Yeah, that's right. And I took it. Yeah, and we went to a couple of AEW events. I won't go again. I told him after the last one, I like, I will not go to this again. Like there, there's not a reason for me to come back. Then they got CM Punk, and I was like, okay, if he's involved, I might be willing to go. Yeah. Now he's old enough he can go to his friends and go without me. That's mm-hmm. fine. But yeah, I mean it now I think what you have to do if you have if you have a cornet running things, I think it is fair to say, okay, look, there are some of these stupid kids who are going to spend money watching this. 
-hmm. We have to have some yaya, some bullshit stuff that you're not going to always like. Yeah. But we can clean this up. We can figure a way out. You figure it and let's make or grow them into, you know, this other thing. That's why collision is well liked. Yeah. It's not as well watched live, you know, literally because it's Saturday night, but it's well put together and well received so far because it's not this unbelievable stuff. The young bucks aren't super kicking somebody and the shoe doesn't explode. Yeah. You know, Jack Perry can't be thrown through glass. Mm. There's a reason for that. And that's that younger crowd will get that. It will come. Yeah. Let game there's a reason that game changer wrestling is not a big deal. Right. Yep. Many 100%. times is those guys when they go cut themselves, they're not gonna ever be on television. No. Those guys aren't making a great living. No, they'll do that somewhere else. There's a TV show with millions of people watching every week and a huge budget of a billion dollars over the next 10 years from Warner Brothers Discovery. So you got to change it. Cornette's a great idea. You know, he's got, but Tony Khan's got people that want to help him. Jim Ross is there. Mark Henry is there. I mean, they got guys who can talk to these guys and do these things the right way. You know, hire Bully Wright. I'd get him involved in creative somehow. I would tell him, no Gaga. But man, you got the psychology down. Let's do it. I mean, So you have a prediction? For, we got no other predictions for all out. Anything? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody that we might yeah. see return. Like, there's not even rumors about any of that. I mean, they're 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 going to have to to get Brian Danielson. But hey, you're going to have to show up. Do something. You're going to have to show up. Yeah. Maybe we get a Danielson. Um, Maybe did Brian Danielson return. Yeah, I don't know how injured he is. But yeah, um, that was like a pin cushion. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly, can I? I mean, it would suck. I almost feel like what they need to do is pull the plug on it. If if I'm if I'm being totally honest, I, just say, what? Hey, I'm sorry, know, I missed that for a second. Pull, pull pull the plug on 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 this all out and say, you know what? We they're screwed up. Pot, they're too pot committed on it now. They they've already got an audience. They've already got pay per view buys. They've got production costs. Man, yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. It was a bad. It it, it was a bad. It's gonna hurt the quality of the product for a while. Yeah, it's it was a bad idea to do it so a week after. It's ambitious, and I love ambitious. I love ambitious. The idea of being ambitious about it. He just doesn't plan things well. Yeah, I refuse. If anyone, the next person that tells me Tony Khan is the best at long term booking, I will literally slap them. Yeah. The, the, the if their mom is there, I'll slap her too, just to, <laughs> just to say you did this to the world. <laughs> you 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 brought this fool into the world, so you you're getting the you're getting the you're getting the, you're getting the chair shot. <laughs> don't uh, slap women. Head. Don't slap women. You know. <laughs> but the, the issue <laughs> is, is that all what the, all in was built and what and, and it delivered for the most part. These are our our top guys, our yeah. type and. And all all out is a is a mid pay per view. It's it's a it's a pay per view for the mids, and people don't want to see that. Yeah, we want we want your your top guys 
So whatever they've got to figure, like, but having um, Samoa Joe defending his Ring of Honor TV title against Sean Shane Tyler or whatever who the hell is, I close the windows. So it's like, why? Why would you like? Why would you? Why would you book that match for a pay per view? Yeah, I mean, I, to give Joe a win. I mean, it, one man can't book all this. Tony Khan well, can't do this. I much. mean, what you're doing is that you're gonna they're gonna run the risk of running uh, delivering a pay per view that is less compelling than a collision show. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's well and, put. And, and, and that people will have the privilege of having paid for something that is less quality than their okay. weekly Saturday night program. What are the odds you go to all out? You're talking about you might go right now. Right now, Bo, I am at. I, I keep fluctuating between twenty five and fifty percent. <laughs> so we're not but even I, over half. Not even half a chance right now. I I was a lock even two days ago. Yeah. But when Punk got suspended, I'm like, oh, I don't know how long he's suspended. Is he suspended just for Sorry. a couple days? You know, what's the deal? So <laughs> I I don't know. I. I, I, but I, now, as we've been talking, I'm like, oh, I think I need to go just to see. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to go to Collision and yeah, um, All Out. I'm just well, going to do one. I like the way you're talking yourself into it for the shit show of it. Yeah. Because here, yeah. here, here's, here's what I here's what I will here's what I'll pledge. If I do go, I'll oh, obviously I'll text you and let you know that I'm going. Yeah. And then you know the next time you do any wrestling bit, I. Come on and say, hey, oh, this is how bad it was. We're gonna bring you in no matter what. You're gonna if it's a regular <laughs> episode, you're coming in and we'll talk about it. Yeah. And we'll do this again for sure soon, man. I've had a blast. We've taken a lot of time. This will be our longest pod in a long time. Yeah. So, hey. Definitely this is definitely a long play for sure. Yeah, this is this is like a Jim Cornette podcast at this point. I've been doing five minute commercials. So hey, um, JJ, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, it's it's awesome to have you. Thank you, brother, for coming. It's great to meet Thanks. you this last week, and we've yeah. been chatting kind of via Twitter for a while. Yeah, I like. I knew we'd hit it off. Ellen told us, you know, Ellen, you know, is the one who hooked us up. If everybody's listening, yeah. and um, I knew we'd get along just because of our taste on Twitter. Yeah, like we both. There's certain things we both like, and it's like yep. okay, we're gonna yeah. get along. And <laughs> yeah. I asked Ellen one day, I was like, "What do you think?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, you guys are gonna get along great." Like, yeah. I, I've known her well enough that I trust her judgment too. So, oh man, this has been fun, man. I'm, yeah, this is so, this has made my night. I appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, one last thing, I got to give one last plug to our friends over at DraftKings. Uh, hey, folks, if you are there, it's Labor Day weekend. Football is back. You get your bonuses. Whether you're here in Kansas, whether you're over there in Illinois with with Jerry, with Jerry, yeah. uh, look. In 14 different states, you can use DraftKings. You can use the link in our show notes. You're going to get $100 in free bets with your first deposit. There's actually an additional bonus you're going to get. It's based upon where you are, and I don't know what that is right now. So um, (laughs) I don't know where you're at. So wherever you're at, you can get it. Get it done. Join DraftKings. You can even bet on AEW stuff with their little contest they have on Dynamite. Yeah. But uh, so if you're into that, do it. Uh, have fun. Enjoy it. Again, we always say you're be responsible with your game. Right. Uh, don't bet over your head. Bet with your head and uh, enjoy. So our term we use is tip money. Don't bet more than your tip money. That's right. That's You'll right. tip somebody, you can gamble that. But if you're not going to tip somebody that, don't gamble that. 
That's right. A hundred percent. Hey, so we're going to shout out here. We're going to end it up. Uh, what I want to say is thank you to Tyler Jones, everybody at Studio Subbox for all you do behind the scenes. Most importantly, thank you to you, the listener. Don't forget us to rate us and review us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get to podcast, we appreciate every five-star rating. So uh, until next time, I'm Coach Bo. We'll be back in a couple of days. Ellen will be back on. We'll do our .5 podcast like we used to. Me and Ellen will be catching up on all things in sports right now, and we'll even have an opportunity to talk about Kansas football. Which I know Ellen's excited about. So. Rock shot, baby. Yeah, well, we all we'll have we'll had the first game with Ellen yes. and I talked on, on Saturday. So we'll have that out probably on Labor Day. And then uh, Uncle Rico will be in to do our uh, NFL preview on probably the day after Labor Day. Yeah. So uh, check that out. So until next time, I'm Coach Bo Brian O'Connor. Have a great week. Remember your time tokens are not important. Take care, everybody.